What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Season Gaming Bitcast, episode 264. I am your host, Ainsley Bowden, joined by our usual cast of characters this morning. He's a seven, but he's a nine in your heart. Mr. Rodriguez is back. Good morning, brother. Yes. I'm ready to go. Get this thing done. Get in and out. Talk about some games. Go play some or watch some football the rest of the day. It's, it's, I'm ready to go, man. It's the best day of the year. Um, I'm also, you know, since last week, I uh, apparently, you know, ate too much. I also brought peanuts today. Uh, and uh, I have some EL fudge just in case, uh, you know, I want to get into it. Jump ride a buffet. It makes me so mad. And I, I, I'm here. For I it. try, guys. Audio <laughs> listeners, I try. Every week I talk to Dan it's about mostly, this. Every it's week. mostly for the audio listeners that I do it for. So Trust but me, it's not. I, I, I like to. No, it's, it's always Dan ASMR. That's, I mean, that's, <laughs> a threat. that's exactly what it is. You get the full experience. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. All right, all right. As always, looking dapper, the defender of everything IGN. Ty Guy Travis, good morning, sir. Not everything. Let it be known. <laughs> I, I disagree with many things they do, but giving games to review scores is not one of them. Um, yeah, so uh, nice to see you all. Good week, I think. Good week for gaming. I've been playing a lot of games. I'm excited to yes. talk about it. Woohoo! Yes, yes. woohoo. Oh, oh right. and also, for people... People have been asking about my tie in comments every week. So today we're we're joining Anakin wow. on Tatooine and the pod races and his good boy the bulbs. That oh, tie boy. is that wizard, good. Travis. Yeah, Thank wizard. you, sir. <laughs> wizard is all heck. Uh, and of course, the Hoke himself, and I'm proud to say the host of Hangouts and Headlines is back. Mr. Hoglaw himself. Good morning, brother. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a good week. We did have our first live stream hangouts and headlines in a long time i think when i was doing my organization on the computer the last one was december 29th so it was a while between episodes there and we had wow. a really good showing a lot of people came by to, to check it out and that was that was nice to see after such a long hiatus so yeah we're, we're looking to do hangouts and headlines about once a week until i kind of get a feel for where my yeah endurance is at on streaming and uh not running it right up to where i was at, in terms of level last year but it was a, it was a good episode i was really happy with it and we will be back so i'm very excited about that that's awesome and i think i speak for everyone when i say don't push it all right yes i get that a lot i believe <laughs> when it. i say i am not pushing it it's really hard it's really hard by the way to do that to kind of tiptoe and not jump in like the episode went well enough this this past week that I had like three articles I wanted to do the next day. And it's like, nope, don't do that. Yeah. Don't fall into your old habits. <laughs> I, think, I think you should push it because I believe in you. And I think you're good to go. You know, I I'm trying to help. Tra Travis and Dan are just, you know, you see how they're doing yeah. this. I've been thinking, I've been, he's, he's super strong, man. This guy is like a freaking superhero dude I mean, <laughs> I, and I just want you to push it because I want to see what happens <laughs> really I'm, gonna, I'm, not, I'm not touching that one <laughs> <laughs> well it is uh, it's good to be back we had uh, I want to give a quick shout out before we get started this week to just all of our viewers and listeners from last week last week's episode uh, just amazing analytics on it uh, in terms of both like uh, hours listened and viewed uh, I think as of this morning we were crossing uh <laughs> 8,000 combined views and listens, just a lot of engagement from last week. Um, a lot of hate you, watching. 
I was going to say we did we did get more <laughs> down votes than usual, Travis, and I think you know probably yeah, yeah. but uh, Look, but uh, no, like it was both good. Sides of votes, vote how you feel, people. Up down, yeah, dog yeah up down, whatever. As long as it's you're all engagement, out. and hey, you know what? I'm that bitch you love to hate. I, I don't, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter to me at all, <laughs> truly. <laughs> um, but no, we had a, a lot of good commentary, honestly. Uh, tons of comments. Obviously, it's almost always positive. Um, uh, you do get some negatives once in a while, but it was uh, good. So thank you for that. Audio listeners, uh, very high this week as well. So thank you for that. And I would just quick reminder on the audio side, as I say once in a while, if you could take a minute to give us a review on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen, it helps a ton on the podcast side. So would greatly appreciate that. Uh, in terms of this week, it's actually been a light news week. And I know we I've said that before, and every time I say that, we go really <laughs> long. But um, it, it really has been. Kiss of been. death. The I know the kiss of death on yeah. these episodes. So yeah. four-hour show incoming. Dan and Hogue are going to leave us to watch football midway through. Um but in all seriousness, uh, we're, today we're going to be talking through, obviously going to uh, talk a little more about Starfield and the games we've been playing. But then we figured it was a good time to just talk about, uh, kind of reflect on the year in terms of releases. Because as I was going back and putting this list together, I honestly had forgotten half these games released this year because there's just been so many. Um, and then I figured uh, I kind of wrote down some of the stuff from some of the classic years in the past that we can compare to real quick. Uh, we've got a couple of Switch rumors and Tokyo Game Show is starting to shape up as well uh, two weeks from now, less than two weeks from now. So, But that's what we're going to be talking about today. So before we do that, of course, we have two Super Chats prior to going live today. So, of course, nearly 20 minutes before going live, we have Mr. Googleman, as always, coming in hot. I love this guy. All right, Googleman. <clears throat> Here we go. Five euros. Uh, I've been playing that Starfield game. Uh, talked to a guard near at the Astral Lounge. Uh, he mentions a joke about an orphan and a platypus. <laughs> Anyone know it? No. No, don't know no I don't. Uh, but no. I, I spent a lot of time at the Astral Lounge, though. I haven't heard that one. I did get the neon this week. We'll talk about it. Uh, so I know what we're talking about here. Um <laughs> One thing that I have found interesting in Starfield, though, is just how often uh, the the people around you kind of feel alive and are having real conversations and how many like little missions pop up dynamically out of that. I think that's really cool. So, But Googleman, thank you for the super chat. As always, appreciate you kicking off the show. And Volkis this morning was asking us how to do a super chat. His first super chat, he said he wanted to contribute this week. He or she, excuse me. All right. No. With the $20 Canadian, dang it, ho, will you speak her name this week? Thoughts on Ahsoka? If anyone's seen it. Oh, yeah. I've watched. I'm, I'm caught up on Ahsoka. Absolutely. Me too. I mean, we can we can talk sure. about Ahsoka a little bit. I, it's, I think it's good Star Wars. It's it's engaging. It's visually pleasing, as you would expect from a from a animation director but not a lot has happened so far i would say so it's still kind of grade pending uh but i've enjoyed my time with it i i worry a little bit about the tendencies of the disney plus shows to kind of waste your time and not get to some more satisfying but i've liked it so far yeah i'm in a similar boat i liked the episode so far but it's been a little slow and i think uh the fact that the next episode that comes out on Tuesday is being shown in theaters probably means this is where the season is actually going to start getting interesting. We'll see. I think it's going to. I think it's going to go places. But uh, to Hoax's point, some of these shows don't go a 
as hard as you'd like. They, they're not. They can't all be Andor's. Um, I guess. And even Andor so, was judiciously saving its episodes where they go hard as it is. Yeah. So I mean, uh, Andor is is top of the line for me. Andor is my favorite Disney Plus Star Wars show. Ahsoka isn't there, but it is in the pleasant, and I'm pleased to see it when there's a new episode right now. It's better than Boba Fett. Oh my God! Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, it's better than Boba Fett by a lot. That I'm show I was a lot. Up. I was like watching episodes a week late. Like, yeah, I didn't miss anything. The thing yeah. with Ahsoka, though, is you know when you say that there's not a whole lot that has happened so far, that's okay when you fill it with eye candy that is lightsaber battles and you know cool scenes. Of, well, it's very know, visually oriented, being... right? It's a very right. visually that's, that's, oriented yeah. show, and I think I, that I just... followed from like Mando three. Mando season three was that, but I didn't like the storylines. It didn't connect very well. I didn't think for me, Ahsoka is following a better, more directed storyline. However, you feel about space whales. Did you watch uh, Rebels? I think uh, I did watch Rebels, but I cannot. I'm not the guy that can tell you what happened in season two, episode ten, and oh, that's a guy from there. So I, I recognize mm. enough to be able to play along, but I'm not. I'm not encyclopedic on Rebels or Clone Wars. Yeah, I've been. Uh, we've been stopping every episode so that I can explain to my fiance exactly what happened in Rebels and why that matters, and she's just. Well, I tell like, you what, the, this the is end a is, lot. The end of episode four is like what now? Yeah, right. It's gonna be cool. Yeah, that's a big old reference to the Rebels. Anyway, Huge. we're talking about Star Wars. Sorry, Ains, we hijacked your show yet again. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind. I, I yeah, I don't. I don't mind at all. Uh, I'm sure there's some people, probably not many. I'm in the minority, I think, who uh, have no idea what you guys are talking about, and I thought that was pronounced a shaka. So here we are. Oh oh um, oh, oh oh no! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just pronounced it so. <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I know there's a show. I've seen a lot of people posting about the show, but I, I haven't watched it. I still haven't if watched no one Andor. Snips the whole season. I'm going to really be disappointed. He Is really that a did. reference to an older show or something else? Did you say they, they already did? Yeah, like the very the ver the first thing that comes out of his mouth is "Hey Snips." If oh. you go back and listen to it, yeah, it's kind of hard oh. to hear, but that's what he says. It's what that's Anakin calls. I was rocking the AirPod mic again. Sorry about that. Yeah, you sound better now. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Playa. Yep, no worries, no worries. Yep. Volkus, thank you for the first super chat. I appreciate you. Got glad we got that hooked up. And welcome, Art of Art. Ah, I can't speak. Arctic Wolf becoming a season gaming channel member. Thank you very much. Nah, so we nice. off and running this morning. How about I hit the right button and we'll be better? All right. And I've still got it up on the screen. We're just crushing Man. it today. I'll tell you what. It's a good day to be an audio user. Yep, yep, yes, yep. There we go. All right. Anyway, a lot of buttons, folks. It's funny. I there are, that. and it's I've got it in this little narrow thing. It's it's messy. So I, I was anyway. talking about the buttons when I did hangouts and headlines. My parents asked me, "What what buttons are you talking about?" I'm like, "Well, none of that is automated, right? When things pop up on the screen, when people yeah. move around, uh, that's all me dragging or clicking. And yeah. so you have to do that at the same time that you're trying to speak in English." for people to understand <laughs> yes uh and then lastly just before we get into the game conversation i want to shout out against the tide who moderator over on the hoag law side does a lot of good work for us in terms Fantastic. of um sharing links you know just moderating and then uh past few weeks as we sh showed a couple weeks ago has been doing some ai art of us as the panel which was hilarious last week i totally forgot to show the starfield one as we had our starfield conversation so if you missed that i'm putting it up on the screen right now audio listeners bear with us of course but my personal favorite is 
is Travis here. I, I love it. Oh man. I, I I mean it looks just like him. It's identical, first no. of all. And yeah. then <laughs> it doesn't even have a tie. They didn't even keep that. It's so sudden. You want a space tie? Yeah. yeah it was floating. It was getting in your face in space. And so they made you know, of aluminum figured, or something. I don't know. You know. If you want to keep it retro futurist. <laughs> and then uh preparing for this week uh we went minecraft theme this week tied for some reason but i still love it and uh travis has taken on travis you went from uh kind of delightful bewilderment and wonderment <laughs> to uh banker angry banker in a week angry i don't banker know how you roll yeah <laughs> no, I, I, I was commenting before the show that all three of the other guests look like jacked minecraft heroes and i look like an ill you're the enemy uh, you're, you're you're the bad guy in this situation here travis yeah well yeah, you're, you're like like a young lex Luthor with hair i think I think, I think ai has a problem with me i think we're teaching our ai uh to uh to judge certain people i don't know <laughs> they have a tie at least here so that's good at we need to keep an eye an eye on that ai for the future we don't like the direction they're taking so yeah my my tie is also not squared which i find odd you know what i mean like that would have been a pretty easy minecraft like Nothing about me is Minecrafty except for my glasses. <laughs> I have a round nose, round like everything's round. I don't know. Your head is pretty blocky. Yeah, your head is. Yeah, but that's a, that's a accurate. They didn't even that's change accurate. that. Yeah. <laughs> Eleanor said Travis looks like a matrix a Matrix universe villain. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great. I look like a, the, I look like the bad guy in the children's animated version of the Matrix. You know. <laughs> oh man, great! Thank you, Todd. Appreciate everything agent. you do. They call me Agent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll jump into what we've been playing. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to Starfield because I want to have a little longer discussion about Starfield again to continue what you we were do. talking about last week. Yes, you got um, an appetite for Starfield conversation. I do. I do. We're I on do. a different show this week to talk about the same stuff we talked about on Sunday. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Although mostly we talked about game review methodology, which you and I have done. Yeah. For which I, a I number like of hours. To be yeah. clear. I like, that's like a hobby of mine is talking about game review methodology. Explaining no it to people. <laughs> but uh, playing this week. So I know uh, I don't think you can talk about it yet. Obviously, Travis, but Liza P uh, review coming this week, right? You said you've wrapped that up. So when's yes. the embargo for that one again? The embargo actually moved up. It was previously on September 14th, but they moved it up a day for some reason. So now it's on Wednesday, September 13th at okay. 8 a.m. Pacific uh, is the embargo. One of the embargo lifts. My review is fully done. Um, that's been a big one. I've been playing um, I'm also working on some other stuff. I'm already on my review in progress of Payday 3, um, which nice. I can talk about because it's in open beta, so it's not under embargo or anything. But, um, you know, the goal is to give like an early impressions type review in progress yeah. piece since I'm going to be reviewing that. But the open beta has surprisingly a small amount of content. It's just one heist. Um, right, and right. It's to be eight in the in the main game. And then also none of the story is there. And from what I can tell, only a very small piece of the progression system as well. So it's probably going to be a pretty short review in progress, but I'm going to be writing that today. And then um, I'm also doing a, uh, a preview on Airport Simulator, a game where you manage an airport. I used to love airport. <laughs> <laughs> um, should be fun. Um, you yeah. manage an airport like... Um kind of building the airport structure or you manage it in terms of like flights coming in and out and airlines oh, and stuff 
both. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yep. You're simulating the airport, fans. You ever wanted to make an airport happen? There you go, buddy. You, you got it. Honestly, they put me on these oh, because no. I just, you know, I, I've sort of become the guy to do it. I did a. Uh, um, the farming simulator last year, and then I did the uh, construction simulator. I've just sort of been the guy who takes these on, and they always do super well because Europeans are weird and really like the the simulator. <laughs> Those games are bigger than people realize. I like yeah, yeah, simulator. I had a great time with Power Wash Simulator. I, I like the ones that sound like. Go. How did you make a game out of that? How did you make yeah. a game out of that? Yeah. Well, yep. this one, uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be excited to talk about Airport Simulator once I've played a little <laughs> bit more once the embargo on it lifts. But uh, now, yeah, working on stuff. As someone that doesn't play Payday, you said that there's no story yet. Is there a story Data. in Payday? There is. Yeah. I mean, like, is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the story in Payday Two was not super well told, but it definitely had a lot more than. Uh, Payday 3's open beta has because like if you read the description for the game it's like oh yeah pulled out of retirement after crazy events the Payday team is back and it's like okay well none of that was in the beta so clearly that hasn't been added yet um, you just sort of hop in and it goes here's a bank rob it and you're like cool alright this is Payday um, so I, I think they'll do, uh, <laughs> they'll do more than that uh, obviously Payday 2's story was one of the weaker parts and the voice acting was like horrendous in some of those missions. Um, to be honest, but, I just assumed that the game was here's a bank rob it. <laughs> it yeah, like, um, yeah. It sounds like it, it it'll either be like that, and I'm giving it too much credit about how much they're working on story, or uh I mean I just have to wait for the full game. But the review in progress is basically going to be focused on the improvements to the gameplay and how more how much more complicated heists are versus the last one. And um, stuff like that. And I, I can talk about it. It's not an embargo. Basically, it feels very similar, but the gunplay is much better. Like a lot nice. better in Payday, Good. Than, in Payday 2. So um, I'm excited to hop back in more uh, today. <laughs> I've also been doing a bunch of Starfield guides. Last night, I documented every starship you can buy in Starfield and put it into a table for our wiki. It took forever. It was like a five-hour project. I was up until 2 a.m. doing that. So that's Hi, guy. Travis life. does data entry. <laughs> exactly because he flies to every planet in starfield without playing the game just loading screens landing talking to a spaceport vendor so that you know you know what that it. type of guy looks like he looks like this he does that's what like he looks that. like yeah, yeah. 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 He, he looks like he's he's doing it for the love of the game he just loves <laughs> by the way parker sims says airport simulator how obnoxious can i make the tsa yeah <laughs> great question i will yeah. be able to answer you have to find that out um, yeah, so uh, I, I can't talk about it too much yet, uh, but um, for those who have been interested in the Crew Motor Fest, kind of Ubisoft's attempt at uh, Forza Horizon, if you will, I talked about it a little bit when I was in the test period for it a few weeks ago. Um, it actually, the, the main servers go live at midnight tonight uh, for the full game, and there's no embargo. So I think, based on what I read out of the press email to us, that you're going to see sites kind of just popping reviews up at random times. So if you are interested in the, the crew motorfest, it's going to be one of those where just like information is going to come in from all over the place because there's no like embargo date time. Well, my um, understanding is that the game so. releases for money like today or later today, or maybe at that midnight for the early access. Early access is tomorrow. Yes. Officially. And then 14th, I believe like Thursday or Friday is the, uh, the core game release. Yes. 
So, um, yeah, so that's why um, I guess you'll see more of that come up. I'll talk about that more next week. Like I said before, I was impressed, uh, especially, you know, I've said a million times, I'm really into to, uh, car games and, and racing games, and I was pretty impressed with what Ubisoft had delivered here. It was beautiful, played super smooth. It's obviously, you know, takes a ton from Forza Horizon, but it also does a few things that uh, Horizon didn't, which I was uh, surprised to see. So keep an eye on that one. If, if you Do like those types uh... of games... Uh, check do it out. Have, do they have like partnerships with uh, br- car manufacturers like Forza Horizon, or do uh-huh. they just same thing? Their own? Oh, they do. No, 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 no. There's like I want to say there's somewhere around four or five hundred, um, and they, you know, they have a good mix. Like they have some really legendary cars in the game. Um, I took some pictures of like the McLaren F1, right, um, and cars like that. And they they do they have a Porsche license, so they do like licensed events. So they have like a Porsche event in the game which is really cool um so yeah it's it's pretty good it's pretty good and it's on it takes place in wahoo hawaii so you you know you're driving around the tropical island and they hide stuff all over the island it's it's very similar to what you know in terms of that's an interesting time for a game to be set in hawaii no kidding yeah no kidding um what do you guys been playing anything else i'm Uh, sure yeah I mean, I, I think I say every week that I'm continuing playing Diablo 4, which I really love. There hasn't been a that session where I've finished playing Diablo where I haven't been happy with my time. So Diablo 4 is one of my top games. I was also What level playing, are you now, Hoke? I Well, so I, I am playing my seasonal character, right? So that started yep. at the end of, what, July? And I am 54. Okay. I was just thinking when... I, we should co-op sometime, but I my seasonal character I didn't play enough. I think he's still pretty low. But anyway, Casual. just wonder. Yeah, man, only three hundred hours. I barely touched that game. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just continue to love it every time I turn it on. I'm also Good. playing. I think I mentioned this, but I'm not sure. The making of Karateka. Yeah, we didn't. Dude, we didn't I talk about it last week, but it. it looks so good. It looks very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So this is one of those. I think they're calling them gold editions from Digital Eclipse that follow mm-hmm. the Atari 50 celebration model, where it's essentially a documentary with the games that they're talking about available to play. Um, and Karateka is a game that I remember playing on my Commodore 64. So it's been nice to go back and see that. And they do all these interviews with the maker, Jordan Mechner, who you might know better in the audience as the maker of Prince of Persia. Karateka is kind of like Prince of Persia Zero, if you've never played it. it you can see that it's leading to Prince of Persia, and especially Prince of Persia 2. Um, but um, it's just a really well-done game experience thing. And from a business perspective, since I like to talk about the business of video games, I just think it's a really smart way to capitalize on older properties that maybe wouldn't sell on their own. Yeah, yeah. it's described as a playable documentary, and I think that's a brilliant idea. Agree. Agree. Yep. Uh, the more I read about this, I haven't played it yet, but the more I read about it, I was like, this is amazing. We need to do this. I have more it installed. Often. I just need to, yeah, I need to get to it. Looks it's great. great. They have uh, one of my favorite bits is they have like a, a podcast guy that analyzes the musical themes and talks to you for like 20 minutes, just talking about the music. Of the, I mean, like they, they go into every little detail. It's just really, really nicely done. Um, awesome. So I won't give away more because some of it is kind of discovery and finding out what they've got. But they've got documents from like the 80s that from Broderbund writing letters to Jordan Mechner while he's in college and things like that. So it's just a lot of fun to to dive into. I want to play it. So cool. Yeah. Um, So I'm playing that. And Jedi Survivor this week 
got yep. a pretty massive patch that for me turned around how I felt about the performance of the game. Jedi Survivor uh, performance mode now is is like butter. You can just play it and it, it all works like you'd want it to have worked at launch. And yes, I know that would be great if we got it like that at launch. <laughs> um, but to be honest with you, it's also been a good progress check for my hand because when it came out, I think, what is that, April? I really had trouble with it a lot, and I'm I'm still having a little bit, but it's a lot better now, and so that's nice as well. So I've been playing Jedi Survivor, Diablo 4, making of Karateka, and then I think this last one that I will mention is one for all you Starfield fans out there. It's got a growth curve. It's got lots of things to invest your time in. It's absolutely fantastic. It's Bay Farm. Nice. Sounds cool. I, I got uh I got press emails about that one and I have no idea what it is. So do you want to give us the, the rundown? Yes, it's um it's a 3D Stardew Valley with magical elements. So okay. there's fairies and cozy gaming. Right up your alley. It's cozy, a cozy game. game. Yes. So it's- let's get a copy for Dan. He can give us a review in a couple weeks. No. Well, I mean, I think. I think there's a lot of people making or trying to make these kinds of games and they sometimes can come out a little bit janky, a little bit broken. This is a very polished kind of approach to bringing Stardew Valley with some magical elements, a color palette that is that kind of purples and pinks and deep reds and things like that. And I just think they did a really good job with it. Uh, Now I am somebody that likes Stardew Valley and I am someone that likes um, farming games and life simulator type games but I'm only mildly joking when I say if you like Starfield, you should look at this because it's got all of those progression elements. It's got all of the kind of uh, faction quests, side quest trees to go learn various aspects of their systems. And it's just a really pleasant game to play. Hogue, this is important. How do they spell Fey? Asks the chat. They spell it like that, Sardinisms. F-A-E. Yes. That's right. Yes. Fey Farm. Fey Farm. Yep, yep, yep. All well, right. Well, there you go. On the cozy community, FYI. That's a pretty... A pretty big release for that for that fan base oh yeah yeah um in all in all seriousness uh i do like that uh hogue especially you um and travis and because of uh, the kids of course that you are able to comment on some of these games that we otherwise wouldn't so thank you for that hogue because he has kids and me because i play children's games <laughs> I think that's the uh checks out checks so out i'm always yeah. looking for things for my daughters and we got two games yesterday that they were playing I wound up playing Faith Farm more, but they also played a game called Lemon Cake that they really liked. Oh, that's a great game too, the baking one. Yeah. Yes. It's cool. You own a pastry uh, restaurant that is haunted by ghosts that teach you how to bake pastry. <laughs> I just love that there's that there's room for so there's room for Mortal Kombat one and then there's I was, room for this yeah. lemon cake game and I, I it's just so fascinating to me and i get to see that world a lot because uh, my fiance plays a ton of those games and it's just it's pure joy man i love i love seeing the diversity in this, this space I, so. I was literally gonna say the same thing yeah uh, you know it, yeah you said it well i don't need to even comment but I, I totally agree there's there's room for everything it just shows how kind of big and abundant the industry is now and i think it's awesome that those types of options are out there for everyone so very sometimes cool. you don't want to slay demons yeah, sometimes. Um, sometimes you want to bake them a cake. <laughs> Dan, are you still uh, full bore on Baldur's Gate three? Is that train slowed down at all? No, nope, I'm pretty much. That's that, it's funny because that and Hitman three 
they released some new content. I just jumped back in. Oh, got some stuff in. Of course, because <laughs> it's my favorite what? live service game. <laughs> All right, so yeah. I like the reference, by the way, Dan. Yeah. We need a poll on what year Dan will stop playing Hitman Three. <clears throat> it's the year your... that they stop putting out new stuff for it. I don't even think that's true. Yeah. It may not be true. <laughs> that may not be true. It's, but yeah, I, I, did, and I did play some. Damn it! What the hell is going on? He's switching over to James Bond when they release James Bond. Yeah, eventually. yeah. It's, yeah, they do a good That's job true. with it. But true. yeah, I, I mean, it was, it was just basically like a suit. It looks like he's. It's like a Nathan Drake, like with like the scarf and the. I mean, oh okay. Wait, yeah. the update was just cosmetics that that drew you back in. No, I'm still. I, I, I still <laughs> jump back into it every week because I'm trying. I'm still not at level 100 in freelancer. It takes forever. The grind is outrageous. So I, I just, you know, I'm like, hey, man, I'm playing level. Diablo for like a new flag for my horse. It's fine. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I get you. I get you. You know, but yeah, I'm, I'm jump. I jumped into that. Uh, played a little bit more of that. It's just they, they just basically add a challenge, and then you get something for it, either a weapon or, you know, and usually it's something like reskinned. But it's fine. I still enjoy Hitman. Can I ask uh, you a question, Dan? Because I was reading yeah. an article earlier this week, and I was it was comparing the Assassin's Creed Mirage contract system to Hitman 3. Did you see this, and did I it did interest not. you at all? I did not see that. Uh, like, in what way? Like, is it... They're doing I, some I, missions that are essentially enclosed spaces. Here are some toys. Go get that guy. Oh, that team inspired by a hitman kind of style. Oh, I think I think I just saw Dan come to life a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going to get Mirage, anyway, but yeah. I mean, it, it was it was. Uh, I I didn't know. I have to go read that because I didn't see anything about it. Okay, I mean, that's awesome. You know, if they want to, I mean, you want to you want to you know learn from the best. So I mean, obviously, IOI is you know the best. So <laughs> you know, good for you, Ubisoft. And shrinking it down. So, yeah, I'm excited for Mirage, too. So we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, mostly it's been BG3, and it's uh, way too much. I am now on my third playthrough. This is the Dark Urge playthrough. I have nearly uh, – it's like Horizon or Horizon Forbidden West, like levels of time into it right now. So I'm still finding new stuff on my third playthrough. And I am one of those people that is, it tries to be as thorough as possible with what I do. And and it's 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 insane, like how many areas that you know are are out there that I missed. How many stories? Just talking to random people on the street will, you know, open up a whole new quest line. Uh, for the most part, I felt like like I'm going faster through it because I kind of know you know where to go and and some of these. But even the choices that you make you know, early on in the game, really, really change uh, your your outcomes later on. And it's 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 going to be really hard for another game to dethrone it as my game of the year. I mean, I just don't know if it'll be able to happen. Even with, like I said before, with Spider-Man 2 coming out, and I'm a huge Spider-Man guy, I don't I don't think it's going to come close. Well, I, what Larian did here is, I mean... <laughs> I know everybody, there was that little controversy like, oh, don't make this, you know, your, your standard. And I understand that. You know, nobody's telling you every game has to be Baldur's Gate 3, but gee, many Christmas. It's, 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 it's nuts, man. I mean, I haven't, it's creeping into like my top five of all time games that I've ever played. And it's, okay. it's just really, nice. really good. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be on that. And it's, it's cool. Another thing that's cool. My son got it and we're, we're kind of comparing our playthroughs and stuff. And like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like there's stuff that I, I still haven't seen 
And and I just I'm just like, wait, you know, she's like, oh, that's this guy that you know he's got gold all over. I'm like, what? I mean, I played through that area like three times already. I said, I've never seen this, you know. And and sure enough, I mean, it, it's cool. I mean, I think I think what they did here was, you know, they kind of changed the game a little bit for. Now I know the CRPG genre isn't huge, you know, unfortunately, but you know, I, I think just from from just from just like that top tier like AAA game, I mean, I, I don't I don't see another one touching it for quite some time, unless Larian does Baldur's Gate four in a very short amount of time. <laughs> I doubt yeah, it, given the uh, period. Doubt it. Doubt it. <clears throat> well, that's good, man. That's good. Yeah, that's I good. um. I was I was really digging it, um, and it's just one of those games. You know, there's just I got pulled aside for other games, so I, I hope to put some more time into BG3 for sure. I it's think, amazing. Uh, it's a really good PlayStation implementation. Good yeah, one. Yeah, really it's good a really job. good Xbox implementation. I just mean console wise, it's really smart how they've made it work. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they did confirm. If you missed it for whatever reason, they did confirm it'll be on Xbox before the end of the year, which. Uh, the end of the year is rapidly approaching, so uh, it won't be too long there either. Um, someone asked, uh, Travis, I don't know if you can say it. Siddharth asked, did they implement in Liza P any of the changes that requested from the demo? I don't know if you can say anything about that or not. I cannot, unfortunately. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Look for so my review just, on Wednesday. Look for the review on Wednesday, Siddharth. Um, <clears throat> and Exile Punk, shout out to Exile Punk on the hoax side. He was asking about uh, Lions and Chiefs smack talk, and he said he's a Chicago transplant living in Overland Park. So he is That's a neighbor to me. Dan and I. Yeah, yeah. he's a Dan. I've We're been a Lions fan long enough to not engage in smack talk on basically any results. So very That's good game. Bears fans, man. Happy you to know. be one and zero. Well, the Bears <laughs> have been in the Super Bowl twice. The yes. Lions have won one playoff game in their history. That's true. They are the Lions. Yeah, but yeah, hey, lines man, I'm eight. also from Chicago. Yeah, right over. All right. Um, before we get into more Starfield conversation, let's catch up on these super chats real quick. And I've got a member comment as well from good old Sardinisms. Said if Matrix was an anime, the "My name is Neo" line would be identical, except his eyes would grow glow blue matrix is live action anime talking about you travis of course yeah obviously <laughs> thank you sir good to see you and we got a couple super chats to catch up on oh geez ah oh, the days <laughs> for two dollars i was looking at i was looking over here at the chat uh which sells which sells more starfield or mortal Kombat one Ooh, now on paper sells multi-platform yeah, yeah i was, I was gonna say Kombat. i'm on paper, this sounds tough. I think long term, it'll be Starfield uh, for sure. Uh, maybe out of the gate, MK1 only because it's on PlayStation as well. But yeah, MK1's yeah. on PlayStation and not on Game Pass. I believe and Starfield yeah. isn't selling copies. <clears throat> excuse me, necessarily. So true. Some also true. Also yeah. true. Um, I kind of had this similar bet with uh, our buddy over at um, uh, the Nerd Chat, uh, Wally, because he. He bet me when I was a guest on their show earlier this year. He said, what's going to sell more, Starfield or Diablo 4? And I said, Diablo 4, no question. And he got mad at me because he's like, it'll be Starfield. I'm like, no, it'll be Diablo. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can see MK1 also, for those who may not be aware, Mortal Kombat is maybe more popular than you realize. Mortal oh, Kombat yeah. 11 has sold like 16 million copies or something like that. And one... Old people is, play that game. Hey, Old people. Seasoned people. 
Yeah. I'm, just saying, I'm just saying they come back to the game space. A lot of them who don't really, you know, game as much anymore for Mortal Kombat. It's got a huge yeah, it's audience. Strong IP. Yeah, it's a very mm-hmm. strong IP. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to do great. And we're going to talk about that because it comes out this week. It's so close. I'm very excited but, to play it. Me too. A lot of days. Thank you. One does. This is news to me. Comes out mm-hmm. this week. All right. Yeah. Comes out wow. this week. Yeah. Yeah. Friday. Sitar, back in the house from India. Ah, with the 2000, is that rupees? Is that what we're doing? All right. Thank you, Siddharth. Starfield really highlights the problem with expectation of pacing in giant RPGs. In my opinion, the game is really good for a Bethesda game, but the first 30 hours is just bootstrapping my mindset on what the game is trying to do. P.S. Still loving uh, Armor Core 6 a lot. Uh, PvP is really fun. Every time I see AC, I want to say Ace Combat, so it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of similar. Um, By the way, he also followed up Siddharth. I saw it earlier. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find it. But he said that right now his game of the year is between Tears of the Kingdom and uh, Baldur's Baldur's Gate. Gate? Yes. Both both great games. Yeah. So um, Yeah. I... uh, We'll talk a little more about this in a second. I got one more super chat to get to, so we'll touch on this, Siddharth. But for me, um, because I know Travis, you talked a lot about this from a, a review perspective of the early hours being slow. And for me, like I just I got through that intro with Constellation, which was a couple hours, but then I just went off and did my own thing, and I've been loving it. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't really need a big lead in to get me hooked to a game like this. I just start doing my own thing and enjoy it as I go. So I think it, it depends how you yeah. play the game. I, I think will say his comments will be enhanced about... with a more driving beginning. I, I like I've talked about this in the past, but one of my favorite beginnings in video games is Mafia Three. Oh, that, such a that just, oh, that yes, loads at the beginning and it just yes. motivates you for like half of its running time. Yes. So I think Starfield would be slightly stronger with a more directed beginning, and I do think the front end of the main quest line devolves a little bit into go find rocks over here, go find rocks yep. over here. Uh, and that maybe could be improved pacing wise, but yeah, I think the way you're supposed to play these games, and I always hesitate to say, you know, that there's a wrong way to supposed, play them is that you're yeah. just supposed to decide what to do kind of randomly. Oh, I guess, I guess I'll do that. That sounds interesting. And then you go do what you think sounds interesting. So I never had a problem with it feeling slow at the start. I really didn't, but I do think, just the walking around the mine and, and cutting rocks out and some of the early stuff maybe could have been a little bit stronger. Yeah. And yeah, the person that says Final Fantasy 16 also explodes at the beginning, that's absolutely true. When that title card drops, you are ready to play Final Fantasy. I was for about two hours and then I wasn't. Hell yeah. I still need to get back <laughs> to that one. Uh, I, I really like what I played so far. Um, yeah, I will say, I, I see a lot of people talking about like expectations and, uh, and you know, versus who likes the game and who doesn't like it. And absolutely, expectations have an impact yeah. on, you know, what you're willing to forgive in the game. I would just say some people blame the expectations thing. I think really it's just your personal preference and your yes. slant or, or what you like in games or what you're willing to forgive in games. And that exists for everyone that's personal preference it's why this uh, medium is so incredibly subjective and i don't think there's anything wrong with that right as long as um you're you're kind of going into something knowing exactly what to expect and uh you can judge for yourself if you're willing to forgive it and um, you know reviewers are typically chosen to review the games that they do because uh the game is targeted at somebody that likes those things or is more okay with them so um, yep. Yeah. Expectations are 
definitely a big part of whether you're gonna like something. It's you know, I I, I know I go back to this game a lot, so apologies in advance. But it, we heard a, a lot of the same complaints about Elden Ring, right? It's like you do that five minute early dungeon, and then you open up that door, and you're just like, okay, go. Um, yeah. And a lot of people kind of complained of like, what the hell am I even supposed to be doing? Like another you one know, uh, I was I was talking about with the IGN team this week was um, the how divisive Red Dead Two was for a uh, lot of people, and that's another really good one because like as somebody who went into that wanting like a Western fantasy where, you know, maybe things take a little slower and that's kind of part of the charm. And then other people who are just like, yeah, that game bored the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. We have people on the team who think either of those things. Like I'm like up there with red dead two is probably a 10 out of 10 for me. I, yep. I didn't review it, but uh, Tom Marks, the deputy editor, he was like, I hate that game. <laughs> and I'm yeah, just like, I, wow, it's crazy. I, I have real pacing issues with Red Dead Two. Absolutely, I know. I just I don't. I and I don't at all. Western genre. I don't. Care yeah. I I I. It's easily a ten out of ten for me. If if yeah. I love that game. Yeah, God, it's funny, but time, you're right. You're right. By the time you're out of the snow, I was ready to quit. <laughs> yeah. See, and that that's that's you know, it's a little bit. And of that's that fine. Expectations, a little bit as personal preference, and whether you're willing to. Well, and then let me advocate for a game it. like Starfield, right? Red Dead Two has the issue of you're trapped, right? You're, you you got to do those things. You're never you're never advancing. It's a linear game. Starfield is do what you feel, man. And to me, yeah. that that's easier to find the fun in. I think that's fair as well, Hope. And and and, and that's what I do in these games for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're both great. <laughs> I think that, yeah, I, I can enjoy both. Yeah. It, it honestly depends on what I'm enjoying about the ge- the more the core mechanics of the game. But yeah, but Siddhar, thank you again. Very generous super chat. Appreciate you. Uh, good to have you hanging out with us from India. Always love to see that. And one last one before we get more into Starfield, real quick. WW, WW with five dollars super chat. Rick, you might like House Flipper, especially for the times where you just need to slow down <laughs> and take a minute. I definitely recommend the Steam version. I got House Flipper that? for my girls, and they took my Steam Deck away for like two weeks. <laughs> so they, they love awesome. House Flipper to death. Nice. Awesome. So Look at those little capitalists growing and learning. Oh, boy. Growing and learning from House Flipper. Mostly game. decorating, but yes, also growing and learning. Same yeah, it's thing. not all about capitalism, Mr. This Guy. Isn't it? Isn't um, it? <laughs> <laughs> You'll ask um, square even more. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I would. I haven't played House Flipper. I would take it's exactly as described. You're just decorating and tuning up houses to sell them and make a profit. Yeah, you 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 buy a a house to flip and then you mow the lawn. Buy low, sell high. You mow the lawn. You fix it up. Different people have different requests for you. They are, uh, but the game is fantastic, and it's one of those games that was successful enough that they have really significant DLCs pretty often. So cool. like every couple of months, I buy a. DLC and then they they go off and flip more houses. <laughs> nice. They're gonna be entrepreneurs. There you Watch go. Them. There you go. Grow Debbie, thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Thank you, everyone. All right. So a little more on Starfield. Um, because it's the majority of what I've played this week, uh, trying mm-hmm. to get more time into it. And and as I think anyone who knows with Starfield who is enjoying it, um, it's very easy to lose time in that game. That game just mm-hmm. sucks away time. So uh, I did start the, and I, oh God, I forget the name of the company, what you guys told me to do. which Reunion like, Industries. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I did, I did kind of start okay. down that path. I started just, you know, doing my own side stuff as I always do, but uh, I've, I've done three or four for them now where you're, you know, breaking into stuff and uploading secret files. And I love that stuff, the kind of espionage. So um, yeah, I'm loving that. 
It's so, the cyberpunk game inside of Starfield. Exactly. Yep. Which, which again yeah. is what I enjoy. So it's probably um, the weakest story in the faction quest line, but the actual okay. quests that you go on are super fun if you enjoy like stealth and yeah. social encounters. Yeah, Ryujin gets a little repetitive if you mainline it, but you won't. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, and I, I don't. Did. I don't mainline <laughs> stuff. No. I did. I just wanted a job in Starfield. I was so happy I finally could work in an office. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the um, normal job it's funny time. because all the constellation people will comment on how they don't want to be in an office building with if you walk them in there they will yeah yeah oh They'll that's also, cool they also comment on how they won't judge you everybody lives different lives here we don't judge and then if you join reusion they all hate you they're like how dare you <laughs> like what uh, come on bro <laughs> you said you wouldn't judge me and then, yeah. um yeah, so I I uh, I've been enjoying that. I did a, a long run on the Crimson Fleet um, quest line as well, and then I've just done some random exploring. So I am finding. I wanted to talk to you guys about kind of the skill tree approach because I know you talked about this, Travis. Um, so right now, I uh, I want to get to. I think it's the science tree where you get space suit, <laughs> weapon engineering. Everybody, and like, everybody has trouble with this part. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So I, so I'm working down there, obviously. So if you don't know, I, I created my character as Amos in the expanse and I'm playing the character like Amos would kind of play, would respond to people, et cetera. So I've also done some physical stuff, weightlifting to help with encumbrance and stuff. Um, but I, I am simultaneously enjoying exploring planets and scanning and finding fauna and life and all that too so to your point which i know you mentioned earlier and i'm starting to discover more as i put more hours into the game it's like you know you really do spread your skill points thin in the early game um trying to get all these things so i'm working through that now but i it doesn't bother me because i've always looked at this game as a game that i'm just going to put hundreds of hours into right over time um, so I, I think that character kind of development is working for me for the most part. Um, but yeah, I, I just continue. I was talking to, well, you know, we were on a show the other night, Travis and I were Friday night, and I was talking to some of those, uh, cast members over to Xbox infinite about the game and talking to some friends on, uh, online and the season gaming crew. And what I do find fascinating about these types of games, kind of like the Baldur gate or the big RPGs is that someone will mention something like oh did you see this and it's like no i didn't see that at all there's just there's so many different things you can get involved in and find and enjoy and you can play the game you know i know people who have 20 hours just building starships right um because that's what they like to do i haven't spent any time doing that i like crawling around through the cities and taking people's stuff and breaking into apartments which someone else may never do in the game and i i just love the sandbox i guess the best word is sandbox that uh Bethesda has created here, and I think that in that vein, it's a pretty incredible game so far. Does Sarah Morgan hate you yet? You've been heck. No, I told you, I'm gonna break her, man. She's gonna, she's, she's cool. She's gonna be my girl. Don't worry about it. I don't know about that. We'll see what decisions you make. <laughs> You're breaking into things. She's pretty judgmental. <laughs> I will say, just like all these games, uh, I've already told everyone to leave me alone. I don't have any followers. Like. I go do my own thing. I don't like these. I, don't know. I, keep, okay with I keep getting the impression that Travis is really just kind of jilted by Sarah Morgan. Like he really wanted her to like him. Yeah, like, no. she hurt the, him. She all hurt him. The negativity no. is just kind of the pigtail pulling in third I grade. Wa I wanted her to to keep her promise that she would let me live my life because she says that as soon as you join Constellation. And then she immediately starts judging everything you do for your entire playthrough. And I was just like, <laughs> Sarah, you're a liar. All right. Yeah, you man, lied she to didn't me. stop you from living your life. She's still allowed to judge you for it. No, she left. 
you, you somehow lost Sarah Morgan. Yeah, she leaves. She can leave your party permanently. And I wow. was like, cool. Let the, don't let the door hit you. <laughs> <laughs> she dips, dude. She straight Clearly up just doesn't leaves. happen to me. So let's. I know, on. I know. Because you're lawful good, you you narc. Yeah, no. If you're state cop, <laughs> you're gonna get along with Sarah real well. But I didn't know she could leave because I. I assumed, and no spoilers, please, of course, but I assumed that the core people in Constellation were there no matter what. That's what no. I had assumed. Okay. Go All ahead right. Go ahead and go into space outside of New Atlantis and start attacking UAC ships, and you'll watch half your party members leave pretty quick. Interesting. Well, that's I mean, that's yeah. kind of cool in a way, though. I, I think it that's is neat. cool. It is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Hope, well, how are you destroyed. doing? <laughs> you, you, Travis took his own approach to Starfield. Well, I started. Starfield. <laughs> um, I like honestly, it. I think the interesting thing for me is that I've really kind of grown attached to Cydonia, which is right. like the least built-up city. It's it's the one that most reminds me of the Expanse, or like what seems to be a kind of near-future approach to what a base might look like. It's the one on Mars, and in lore, it's the first. It's like the first off-Earth base that humanity built but i really like that approach it's got like announcements like you're at sci-fi disney world uh all the time because they're doing like mining under the ground and i really like how closed it is and, and how sciencey it is versus i also really like neon but neon doesn't feel like a real place it feels like you're in a sci-fi fantasy world here's the point oh, i've true. gotten to in the game which uh, this is this is 200 hours versus you know a few hours I now have decided that I want to like do things like scan all the major planets. And so speaking of neon Hogue, I found out that the, if you go to your scanner on neon, you're like, there's two fauna on neon. What it really? Says, yeah. How do you do that? And then I found out, Oh, you just jump into the water and then you can scan fish. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that's water. That's how you get down there. You just jump in the water and start scanning oh. fish. Yeah, okay. no, I love Neon. I, you know, I randomly had a conversation with somebody that worked on the electrical grid at Neon. I mean, that you get those kinds of fun experiences. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. In that city. Yeah. Um, and you get a lot of quests from security guards that are refusing to help the citizenry. So there's, yeah. there's a lot of fun yeah. there in Blade Runner land. But it does love that feel... Hogue is just playing the game like a documentarian. He's just walking around, like, talking to people learning about their lives and just and you can right i think that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's another so funny another plus for the game is it 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 has that complexity in it where if you enjoy that type of thing and just pulling on strings if you will right to see where it goes you can do that uh it's cool. i'm currently working on trying to figure out who everybody what everybody's religion is that's a lot of fun <laughs> yeah there's at least three of three major religions that i know of and i feel like two of them are boring as heck you you worship this this space snake, do you, Travis? Hell yeah, <laughs> bro! If I'm gonna have to worship something, which like not my style, let's be real. But like, if I'm gonna have to, <laughs> space snake is top of the list, bro. <laughs> um, we got a couple of comments here that I want to bring up. So, uh, just for fun, of course, Darth Max says uh, I, I laughed when I was approached by someone who offered me an extended warranty on my ship. Very funny. <laughs> which is great. Yeah, There's a lot of like. Before. Yeah, there's a lot of little jokes like that. Uh, Ade says, have you guys met Juno the AI? I have awesome, not. Awesome reference. Yes, really cool. Juno's Gambit don't, is fun. Okay. Don't spoil it. Yeah, nope. don't. no spoilers here. Don't I worry if you're fun. listening. Yep. Uh, I have not, so I will look for that, Ade. Uh, Bizzle, my brother, he said, still having crashes in Starfield. It's always the strangest time. So, 
Uh, I mentioned this briefly last week, but Bizzle and I were talking offline. So he is one of the few people like me who, from the start, has had really bad crashes on Xbox. I forgot to mention that um, Xbox actually reached out to me this week, and I am working with Bethesda's QA on identifying what's causing the crashes. So they took some of the diagnostic information from my console. I gave them a bunch of info, and I'm hoping because what I... What Xbox told me is that their crash rates are super low across the board. So the reason they reached out to me is they think that because I'm experiencing it a lot, I may be able to help them identify what's causing, you know, the, the some that are out there. So I'm I'll keep you like posted. Crashes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think most people are. Um, and um, so anyway, uh, we'll see if anything comes from that. I sent over Bethesda's QA, my uh, all my diagnostic information, I want to say on like Thursday. Um, and I will just update on the show. Um, but anyway, Bizzle, hopefully there's a, an answer in sight for us. I will say on PC, it's still been perfect for me. I've had no issue. But on Xbox, yeah. I tried again. It crashed within 15 minutes again. And I was like, all right, I'm just, I can't in, do this. In my experience and, and the experience of those who were playing during the review period who now have like a ton of hours is that, you know, there's still occasional crashes. Things t tend to get a little bit more unstable the longer you play, but it's nothing crazy. Like, I think my game crashes like maybe every eight hours or something like that. And I'm pushing my file a lot. And uh, Ebontis, you know, he had a crazy glitch happen on New Atlantis where the floor disappeared and it will not come back no matter what he does. Um, but his solution <laughs> to that, his solution to that is, you know, the new game plus kind of fixes your save file a little bit. It like, okay. Reset, it like it resets your entire galaxy. And so I think that that's sort of an out um, and people are kind of discovering the joys of new game plus, because there's a lot hidden behind uh, additional play after you beat the, the game. So um, it's pretty cool. I'm, I, I'm, I probably will get to that point where I have to do a new game plus because um, I want to see. I want to see what's up. I hear. Yeah, I hear some okay. cool stuff. I still have. Yeah, yeah. It. Apparently, New Game Plus in this is actually a true New Game Plus. Like, there's new interesting stuff. No, you get a starship. I had to document that. Cool. <laughs> you cool. get a starship when you do New Game Plus. Apparently. Uh, Bizzle, thank you. So I'll keep you posted, and then uh, and everyone listening and watching, I'll keep you posted as well as what I learned from them. And then Debbie has a question for the us, which is, what would you say the minimum age is for Starfield? Her eight year old keeps bugging me to let them. Try you could play it at eight. For sure. Pretty young. Yeah, it's it's, Pretty young. Not, it's not doing ridiculous stuff. Even when we talk about things like the Astral Lounge, it's mostly like primetime television. Yeah. Yep. It's Agreed. Not, it's Debbie. not that at all. And there's not fun. any like crazy cursing or gratuitous violence beyond what you would expect in a normal shooter RPG. Yeah. And honestly, you can just kind of get lost exploring. Uh, you can play it, you know, in that kind of way, too. So um, just make yeah, sure that. Uh, if you do get it for your kid, Debbie, you must mandate that they take the trait kid stuff when they start. That way they'll have parents to bother them in the game as well. <laughs> I think it'll it'll teach him how to how to take care of his parents when the, their parents are older because he has to put away a little bit of his money to the parents um, in their in their advanced age. So I don't know. Sounds like, well, a like pretty I always good say with kids, I mean, you start building. You should you should watch them play it for a while so that you're comfortable with the content. But I think you'll be fine. I really do. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I hope that helps, Debbie. And then shout out older gamer, good friend, Go Kings Go, uh, became a member over on the season gaming side. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I don't know, um, Hogue, if you want to say any more about it. I'm, I've kind of said my piece of where I'm at, and I'll continue to kind of update as we go in the weeks to come. But I mean, the only thing I would say because I think it's 
it's worthwhile to say, since Travis and I are often on the versus side of these things, is that while I like Starfield perhaps more than his institution and maybe even more than Travis, I don't know. I do agree as I go along with certain aspects of the clunkiness, especially with respect to the big systems, right? Starship building and outpost building is just super fiddly. Like you have to really want it to get in there and understand what's going on. And and a lot of time is spent almost doing a job, Excel spreadsheet style, figuring out how you're going to do these various things in a way that I'm not a game designer, but I feel could have been streamlined in some fa- form or fashion to make mm. that experience more fun. And so I, the people that like really wanted to do that and love that part of that, giving it a lower score than maybe me, I can understand, even though it doesn't affect my score so much, because what I want to do is those stories and quests, which I think are basically top of line with maybe Baldur's Gate 3 as the exception in terms of argument. But I really do think that those systems are a little unwieldy at the end of the day. And I don't know that, Ains, you and I have really dived into it enough to to kind of make that criticism. I think some of that comes up with what Travis says and what IGN Agree. says and folks say. This is, this is exactly why I said last week, and I'll say again this week, I'm not commenting on score or anything like that because... I haven't played it enough. Uh, even at 35, 40 hours, it's not enough for a game like this. And I'm very I'm very vocal about that. I had the same arguments with people about Cyberpunk and Elden Ring. And it's like, you can't play a 100-plus-hour game or a game of this scope or size and make a definitive opinion on it after a couple hours. You just can't. There's too much at play. Um, so I'll continue to kind of give my feelings as I go. Uh, but I do agree with you. I only very lightly dabbled in the shipbuilding because i wanted shielded cargo of course because i'm yeah uh, i'm thieving and doing stuff um and even just like updating my cargo and moving that around even that i was like okay this is a little a little clunky um outpost building doesn't interest me at all so outpost building i think is worse than shipbuilding by a lot (laughs) well yeah unless i'm forced to i'll never touch it that was my will be it's part of the story well there's manufacturing really there's manufacturing Mm -hmm. kind of quest concepts yeah there's like there's like a quest step where they're like get five thousand of this mineral only way to do it is build an outpost and you're like no (laughs) yeah so (laughs) it's a little that's where fallout 4 lost me like as soon as they were like oh you need to update this town i was like no i don't (laughs) no i don't (laughs) i just don't care so uh well i guess we'll see when i get to it i agree with hoag's uh with hoag's kind of early warning signs of of what might end up being something that he likes less even with that, I, Starfield is an eight for me, having seen pretty much everything in the game now. Like, I think it's a great game, even with some of those shortcomings. And um, yeah, it, but they are legit problems. And if somebody else says that they affect it, them more, and so therefore it's a less good game to them, I think that you should at least try to understand that and accept it and not not shame them or, or think that they're up to some something or have some agenda. It's just, you know. No, there's a mechanical clunkiness to systems in Starfield that could really kill it for somebody, and I understand yeah. that. It doesn't for me, though. Yes, I'm one. Me exactly neither. what you said, Hogue. Doesn't for yeah. me either, um, but I can definitely see it. So, yeah, and Dan, uh, we were talking before the show, but Dan is uh, obviously on the Baldur's Gate 3 train and with Phantom Liberty coming for Cyberpunk in what's about two weeks as we're talking right now. Um, sounds like you're just going to hold off for a bit on the, the Starfield dive-in. Yeah, year, I think man. I think I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it's insane this whole year, and you no, know, that's what we're going to talk about. 
I want to do it. I want to play Starfield. I enjoyed, I've always enjoyed Bethesda games. It's just, there's so much right now and there's so much coming that I want to be able to give it like it's proper, you know, do, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to jump into it and then have my, then the one thing distracted I by say, something else. The one thing I will say in Starfield's defense on that is that it does play because of the, because of how in-depth the faction storylines are and how deep some of the miscellaneous quests are, it does play a little bit more like a compilation of short stories so that you can play, I think, a little bit more simultaneously than I thought at the front end. And that's very similar to a Skyrim or other Bethesda property in that you're invested in so many things and they have to journal so many things that basically you're not going to be just taken over by whatever the main thrust of the game is like you might in a different title. But I think it's best to wait it out between like a cyberpunk Baldur's Gate run and, and Starfield. So I just want to say if you wanted to play it, I think it would be great. But if you don't, I think that's fine too. Yeah, I, I do. I definitely do. Um, and I, I think I know I will. I think once maybe after Spider-Man, I'm also hoping that maybe, you know, they, I'm sure they're going to have patches at the, you know, up until that point. Of course. And anything that'll, you know, any little minor things that I, I really haven't heard of a ton of, no, it's pretty, bugs, it's really you know, good for a Bethesda game, especially. Right. It's really good. You know, I don't know when the mods will start hitting, uh, all that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, I, I I'm okay waiting. Normally, like the FOMO would get me immediately. <laughs> you know, but for you know, there, there's just so much, and you yeah, know, that and we'll talk about that. So, it's well, it, it's it's tough, man. It's it's tough what to I think... just get anything. You know, I mean, there's so much this year. It's it's just been insane, and that's from somebody who is. Over probably the last two or three years, you know, I, I, I my, my gaming habits have have shrunk to, you know, very a lot more specific games. Like I don't go out and buy everything, and I don't need to play fifteen different games. And you know, it's it's a reason why I don't have Game Pass anymore. It's just because I I'm taking strays here. You're taking what? <laughs> I said I'm taking strays here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just like yeah. I mean, I I, I wish you know I had more time. You know, and there wasn't something like like a Baldur's Gate three right now that is just so enormous and has so much uh, replayability value. And I've really, really gotten into it. I'm at the point now where I'm I've just discovered what critical role is. Uh, oh no! Most of my He's gone down a path. <laughs> I've gone, gone down, down a path. path man. Can I can I and, recommend yeah. Lawyers and Dragons instead? Lawyers of and Dragons. Yeah, it's another one that pops up in my feed now. A lot of Joe Manjano. And I recommend uh, not D and D. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's we talked bad. about this at the very front end of discussing Baldur's Gate three, but if anything, it's I, I think I like the world and some of the zaniness that they have in their Divinity series more than they have in Baldur's Gate three. It's there's a certain disconnect between the way Larian likes to write and what Dungeons and Dragons requires of them. Yep. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of D and D, but hey, you know, Dan, if you're ever in the Bay Area and you want to play a tabletop RPG, I'm your guy. <laughs> Just last weekend, we played the uh, Alien RPG, which is fantastic. If anybody's like curious. Alien, as in the IP Alien, yes. Sweet. Sweet. And they do they do a cinematic mode where everybody's characters are pre generated uh, with the expectation that almost everyone will be dead by the end of the session, and it was <laughs> nice. it was awesome. It basically recreates the movies like perfectly. Anybody yell game over, man? <laughs> yeah no, no but there was a moment where somebody got injured and then the, the entire group found out that they were an android the white milk came out and then things got real bad for everybody it was it was sweet man it's a really cool game mm -hmm. nice 
Well, uh, but yeah, I get it, Dan. I think uh, Baldur's Gate 3 to Starfield to Cyberpunk again with 2.0 and Phantom Liberty is a lot. One thing I find is, uh, you know, even with the breadth of games that we all play here, um, going from big open world RPG to big open world RPG to big open world RPG can can kind of drain you a little bit. So, yeah, I don't I don't see any problem with waiting, especially with uh, your Cyberpunk and Spider-Man love. Just wait because it does start to dry up by end of November, you know, holiday season. Right. So that Starfield could be a perfect holiday game to carry you through. You know, I, I think that's what's going to happen. And I'm totally yeah. fine with that because it, it's I, I haven't had any spoilers. I haven't had any, you know like big it's just it's one of those games that i think there's so much in there that it's kind of almost hard to spoil like i'm sure there's main you know obviously main story points and stuff more because you don't know what other people have seen right 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 ains yeah. played 20 hours his 20 hours probably were largely different from my first 20 yeah. hours sure which is awesome that's a credit to the game itself in my opinion yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm ready for it man i'm, cool. I'm definitely excited well, yeah, so uh, that's where we sit on Starfield. Like I said, we'll continue to talk about that in the weeks to come because it's that type of game. Um, but, yeah, definitely really, really enjoying it. I do see some of the shortcomings, as I said before, but the the, the benefits of the game world and model uh, outweigh those for me, for sure. But cool. with, with Starfield now out um, and this upcoming week having multiple big releases again which you know again continue for the next couple months thought it'd be a good time to just look back on 2023 because a few of us have mentioned how we think this is probably the best game for best year for games ever and so i wanted to kind of go through there's a lot of stuff that's come out that i honestly totally forgot came out this year because we've just had so much hogwarts so, legacy yeah yeah which was my game of the year at one point right um i love that mm -hmm. game a lot um, but yeah, let's, we're going to quickly go through these. Feel free to stop me. Um, obviously, as I always say, when we do this type of rundown of releases, it's not going to be perfect. There's going to be a game you love. I don't mention this is not every game that's released. You know, this is just some kind of highlights, if you will. So just bear with me. So remember in January, which seems like four years ago, uh, hi-fi rush, hi-fi rush was dropped at like a 90 meta secretly Great all of game. a sudden um so that came out in january along with dead space remake another hugely uh a very highly regarded game uh that you know we had been waiting years on that dropped monster hunter rise uh released last year for the switch but released this year for pc playstation xbox of course and you know another very very highly rated game uh all jokes on monster hunter aside between me and elu um we got finally got the golden ivory master uh, which had been rumored for a very long time. And, of course, Forspoken came out, which uh, I think kind of went by the wayside. You're since including her completeness. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Oh, um, I forgot about Forspoken. I think Everybody most did. people did. Yeah, I had to I think, think for a little bit about what game you were talking about. I was like, Forspoken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, February hits, and we get the remaster of Metroid Prime, which I know was highly beloved by uh, the Metroid fans out there and, and many people. We got Hogwarts Legacy, which uh, both Travis and I reviewed. And, and there's a bunch of games in here I think you reviewed, Travis, that uh, you know have probably even forgot. But Hogwarts Legacy, which uh, we both rated very high and really loved. Loved that game. Um, Atomic Heart. We had Like a Dragon Ishin. We had Gran Turismo 7, which... Oh my God, I, that was this I, year. I, I forgot about. And Octopath Traveler 2. Um, and let's not forget that PlayStation VR 2 also launched in February. No, wait a minute. Gran Turismo was definitely not this year. Yeah, I was going to say, that seems... Oh, was that P that might have been PC launch. 
PC is that PC launch or PSVR two? No, vibration or let's see here. I don't know. I, yeah, it's been out for a I, while. I, I feel like we were talking about that last year or All something. Right. I, yeah. yeah. I told you I'll mess like... some of these up. So All right. All right. Give He's me give still... me a little break. Give me a little break here. GT7 was last year. Okay, right, great. Movie has okay. taken over for this particular search request. Yeah, it was last year. Sorry about that. It must have been Gran Turismo 2 is on the list there. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um in March, we got uh, Wolong, which is a, you know, the Souls-like game from uh, Koei Tecmo, which I've honestly forgot about. And we also got Resident Evil 4 Remake, which sadly I'm hanging my hopes on being listed in the game of the year uh, race, uh, which, uh, you know, the chances of that are looking slimmer by the day. But um, I'm hopeful because you guys got me bad with Baldur's Gate 3. Um, oh, yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> you're so screwed. <laughs> Not having Baldur's 3 on your list. Ooh. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, and April started the really kind of stretch where we got... Uh, I wanted to bring this one up. I know it's not big, but I know you reviewed it and loved it, Travis. Is Meet Your Maker came out. That's a great um, game. Yeah. Um, Minecraft Legends came out, which, uh, you know, referencing our, uh, our Minecraft pictures. We got Dead Island 2 which both Travis and I reviewed. That came out as well. Uh, I like that game a lot. No doubt. Uh, Star Wars, Jedi Survivor, of course, uh, which, <laughs> which uh, you know, is up there uh, as well. Cassette Beasts, a little uh, indie game that I was very highly regarded and uh, people loved. Uh, we got Burning Shores for Horizon Forbidden West, of course. And uh, just a small shout out to PGA Tour returning. I know I'm a golf game guy, but uh, it was cool to see that return because it had been like seven years since that game uh, had come out. In May, we got Redfall. Keep your jokes to yourselves. Uh, we got Redfall. We got, <laughs> we got Redfall. Forgot about that one too. Enough said. We got Midnight Suns, which you guys loved, and I know many. Oh my other god! No, 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 no! That it was, was last year. Came out last last damn it! Was that the Switch? December. Was it the Switch? Switch. Okay. Okay. It was in damn December, it. so it still counts for this game of the game of the year contest. Technically, it's not. There you go. Get about, but it, you saved yeah. me, Travis. That's what I was thinking when I wrote this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got Jeff Keeley. <laughs> of course we got tears of the podcast so we definitely he does he does yeah i talked to him last night um i <laughs> we, <laughs> never mind i had a lot of jokes just jumping in my head i'm leaving that just, one just alone yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we got tears of the kingdom of course which uh is going to be a front runner uh you know for game of the year and of course the, the right alongside tears of the kingdom we got lord of the rings Gollum. so yeah uh, that was in may uh, they'll well. both be on that list of course of course. They have about as much uh, of a chance as uh, Resident Evil 4, I think. <laughs> you better cut it out. You better <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> uh, so June hits and we get uh, just crazy games in June. So we get Diablo 4, we get Street Fighter 6, we get Final Fantasy 16, the three kind of trio there. Uh, we also get Dave the Diver, which uh, Travis reviewed and uh, is very highly rated. And we also and got Ghost. put on his list as well. Hey. And it's one of the most highly rated games this year. I'm so you. Uh, Resident, Resident Evil 4 is rated higher, so thank you. Yeah, yeah but it's an old game. Yeah. It's not I like your game, chances. But... That's all I'm saying. I don't, like I don't like my chances for that one either. No, I think that was no. a tactical error. <laughs> hey, hey, if Silk Song comes out this year, I get to swap yeah. Dave the Diver for Silk Song. That's and right. I'm looking That's right. pretty damn good. Well, 
Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get that, but we did have that agreement, right? We can swap yes. Silk Song for any game, so uh, we may have a mulligan there, uh, maybe. You guys better pray. <laughs> I am not playing Oxenfree 2. Is not <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, I think Ains is losing. Like Ains is gonna. Uh, I know. I'm in trouble. Game. I'm in trouble. His That's list for is sure. looking pretty rough right now. Yeah, I'm gonna have yeah. to make him play Spider-Man Two all the way through. He'll love that. Yeah, I, I mean, there's not even gonna be on the game of the year. Spider-Man Two is not a game, you know, I would enjoy in terms of no. Spider-Man, but there are way worse games than Spider-Man you could make me play. So if the, if the punishment was Spider-Man two, I'd be, yeah, that wouldn't even be that bad. I could no. think of 50 no. games that I reviewed this year that he could play that you would hate play Testament, <laughs> yeah. man. The well, order Chichi of high human, that would kill him. Choo Choo Charles is like 90 minutes though. That's not even that far. Yeah, if I make him play Testament, Testament is like a 30 hour game. That's not enjoyable. The entire, by the way, like, I would kill him. And we, we did not set a, uh, a, a cap on the number of hours, did we? We just said a we game. We did not. Said he has to play a game. It's so risky. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick something that hurts you the hardest. <laughs> I'm not yeah. losing. I'm not. I'm gonna choose Destiny, and you just have to play it for the next like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also put Ghost Trick on this. I believe we talked about that. I thought so. Uh, one of you mentioned it. Okay, yeah. Okay. Not, I mean, Ghost Trick came out a decade ago. But came yeah. out a decade ago. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's still a really good game. Yeah. yeah, and it was also the first time I played it. I missed it. I don't. I don't know what I was doing. I was sleeping. That should that be our game of the year criteria. When did Travis play it? There you go. <laughs> Fair enough. July, we got Pikmin 4. Uh, We got Remnant 2, of course. Hell yeah. Yep. I hope people don't forget about that game at the end of the year. Don't forget about Remnant. And of course, we got Oxenfree 2, which is the game Dan will be playing here in about three months' time. This is where I tell Dan that I liked Oxenfree 1 significantly more than Oxenfree 2. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, Dan, you're in trouble. <laughs> I, listen, I, I I've played. What if Dan loves it? Too, what if Dan's like, oh, this is what they were missing for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now I doubt it. Wouldn't that be amazing? Like we go through all this, the punishment Dan loses, we make him play Oxenfree Two, and he just ends up loving it. That would be kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> what if we changed his entire life? Like he, we, him being forced to play an indie game finally like broke something in his brain, and he was like, oh my god. <laughs> I now love indies, and then he just went around playing Dave the Diver and Bay Farm. You kind of look Fae. like Dave the Diver, Dan. Yeah. He's got the goatee. Maybe it's Dan the Diver. Dan the there Diver. You go. There you go. Have you ever, ever scuba? I know. No, I've never scuba. I don't think I could scuba. Yeah, I mean, I would I would go through my oxygen in like ten seconds. As fat <laughs> as and I am, I, <laughs> I tried snorkeling once at like two eighty, and that was that was rough for me. So, Dan, I mean, you just you you just look for bubbles down there. They, yeah. you know, if you if you swim hey, you through swim a bubble, into the bubble, it yeah. instantly refills yeah. your oxygen tank. Everybody, very knows true. Okay. Very true. All right. Good to know. Um, August hits, and we get, of course, Baldur's Gate three. We get Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Immortals of Avium. Uh, Armored Core 6, of course, and Sea of Stars, all just released here in the last few weeks. Yep, sea of Stars is on my list. That's true. Yeah. You do have Sea of Stars I'm on your list. got a pretty strong list. I think Dan's mm-hmm. is stronger, though. All right. And we've got, uh, obviously, Starfield just released, which is where we are at this moment. Uh, coming the rest of September, we already talked about Mortal Kombat 1, Payday 3, Lies Crew Motorfest, Lies of P coming this week as well. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, uh, Cyberpunk 2.0 and Phantom Liberty um, later in the month as well. 
Uh, October's I mean, nuts. I just say I hate that they call it 2.0. Typically, that's reserved for the sequel. <laughs> the sequel should be 2.0, right? This should be like 1.2 or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, How is the well. sequel a version of the first game, though? I mean, like this is, you know, I, I I'm the lawyer here. I write software licenses, but you have to be very specific about versions, updates, and sequels. Yeah. So I'll give you an example, like. Uh, destiny when they went from destiny one to destiny two the destiny two software which had a lot in common with it was the 2.0 version and then later when they did beyond light which a lot of people speculate was supposed to be the beginning of destiny 3 it became the 3.0 version and so usually it's like at least in modern a lot of modern game design they save the full version for the actual like next version of the game if it's in the next series so it's a little weird to have cyberpunk 2077 2.0 to me i, I just you know i'm probably no, I, I get it i I, I understand no i i yeah. think you have to keep those allowed to specify versions and updates because otherwise you lose a lot of resolution on what you want to call your patches yeah i think uh the system i've seen is like if it's a major update it would be like 1.2 and then before that it's 1.1 you know 03 and 1.1.04 or whatever but yeah i think i think sometimes the versions are used as a form of marketing, which I find yep. really weird. Like they yep. use it to be like, oh, it's so big. It's basically the second version of it. And I'm, you know, I, I kind of just balk at that because it is just marketing. So I you know, you know what 2.0 version we need? Anthem. Uh, I knew that was coming. We need it. Yeah. Still waiting He's on not going to give it to you. No. I think it got it no, 2.0, technically. No, they were working on 2.0. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah, then they... Yeah. They canceled the it. Yeah. On it yeah. uh, oh, Anthem. Uh, October could be uh, the best month of the year, shockingly, with Assassin's Creed Mirage, Forza Motorsport, Lords of the Fallen, Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Wonder, uh, Alan Wake 2, right. and City Skyline Oh my 2. god, October. Chill! I was, <laughs> I was waiting for you to get to Alan Wake. <laughs> yeah well alan wakes our cover game this week uh that was a little shout out to you hoke uh because i know how excited you are for it um but yeah october oh, is the story this month over at IGN. yes it is ign first this month as well um hey, but yeah like like I, you guys need to comp- i downloaded alan wake remastered because it was okay. free right so i have only played maybe like the first two missions okay like a, Hold on, Dan. Dan, you, ne- you never played it original? No, no, no. Oh, oh wow. So it, it's it's in uh, like right now. Obviously, there's Baldur's Gate three, but I'm I'm trying to make myself jump into Alan Wake remastered to see how I like it, to see if I want to get Alan Wake two. So I need convincing. Like, what? How scary is it? Number one, because you know, I think one. Okay. Fantastic. The story is worth it. Plus That's one. really all you need to know because the gameplay is not going to sell you. I mean, okay. if you're two chapters in and... This was, this was again, I don't know if there's more I can tell you. Uh, like a year or two ago is when I jumped into it. Oh, I mean, interesting. Remastered only came out a year No, no, ago. not the remastered. I had Alan Wake, oh. the original game. I don't know how. Maybe Game Pass. I don't know where it was. But I had the game or I bought it and I never played it. It was a game with gold at one point. Yeah, I believe, I believe like years ago. I mean, it's an older yeah. game, so. Yeah, it's really old. But I never played it, so I was like, oh, I'll try to play it. Uh, I can't, you know. Didn't I, I? I don't know if it really clicked with me, or I was just playing something else. And 
but I'm trying. Like, how long is it? Is like like can uh, I knock it out? Fifteen hours? I yeah, I would. I would say oh, yeah. fifteen. You can yeah, I mean, burn through it pretty quick. It's a couple yeah. hours of an episode. And then there's a uh, there's a believe it or not there's an Xbox Live arcade game if you go way back that came yeah. out as well called uh, Alan Wake was American Nightmare American Nightmare yeah yeah right. which was like a separate little story in the universe if you will but no Alan Wake I it's not super scary Dan I, I know your your sensitivity to scariness is very high um, it's mostly jump scares I it has a few it. jump scares yeah it does have a few jump scares um, but on. it's yeah but it's not like it's not a I, some people call it a horror game. I don't think it's really a horror game. It's more of a dark game. Um, but I really, I really like it. I mean, the, the 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 mechanics are pretty straightforward in it, especially nowadays. It's pretty simple. But to I think what um, people like Hogan, my I would say myself too, really like about it is it's just a story, uh, the story that it dives into, and I think kind of looking into that continuation and expansion with Alan Wake Two is exciting. Yeah, the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And when you when you finally get to the end, you'll see why people wanted a sequel and it took 13 years to get one. Okay. Maybe I'll do that after my next playthrough or this playthrough, I should say. Yeah. And, you know, 13 years from now, maybe we get Anthem, too. Just saying. You never know. Man, <laughs> I'll, I'll be dead by then. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree with you, Eric, as well. Eric says it kills me. There's no physical release for Alan Wake 2. I agree. I know that's uh, the, the the 14 of us that care about the physical release are pretty bad about that. Not even making like a steel book for it. They're not making any physical thing for it. Hell yeah. yeah right. Everybody yeah. should do that. Wow. Shut up. God, it's Get rid of it. Funny is I, <laughs> the deluxe edition of the original Alan Wake was one of my favorites because it came with the, the book. The book. Yep. See, that's why I thought of it as chapters, Hogue. I feel like there was a little disconnect there. The game was formatted like a sh TV show, but it became in a book, and the game's protagonist is a book author. <laughs> and then he writes in screenplay format for some reason, like when you pick up a script. A lot of, or am I thinking of a different script? Writer? He doesn't write in screenplay format, but it does have big old margins on the That's right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking pages. of. Yeah. There's a lot of like different things and one of my together. favorite little beats of alan wake is that he's clearly like a schlock writer like he's he's not a gifted writer and and that's yeah. that's just a really nice character beat as you go through the game yeah yeah, yeah. Give it a yeah. Shot. maybe i'll, maybe I'll do it well i think the nice thing dan we were just talking about kind of like super time sinks right with Baldur's gate and starfield and stuff alan wake is a game you if you get into it you could blow through that in a weekend you can knock yeah. it out in a weekend and you can do the yeah. bonus episodes too yeah Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool. I don't think I don't think it's at that scary level that should uh you know put you off of it. Um and I'll just say again, uh well one, Lords of the Fallen, I am ridiculously hyped for. I think Travis, you're reviewing it. Yep. Or sh or should be I'll, reviewing I'll be, it. I'll be there. playing it in two weeks, yeah. Awesome. Uh I'm super, super hyped for that game. Uh I really, really hope it delivers on the vision they have for it because it looks incredible. Um, the only thing that always concerns me with these games is the games that really drive towards the FromSoft, you know, Souls, Elden Ring, uh, very rarely kind of hit to that level. So I'm hoping they deliver. We shall see. And then, of course, Super Mario Wonder on the antithesis of that almost looks incredible. Ridiculously hyped for that game. Uh, I don't think I've been this hyped for a Switch game yet. 
<laughs> I'm like, I was trying to think of a game on the Switch I love. Uh, just 2D Mario is my jam, man, and it, it looks amazing. Hogue, did you watch the 15-minute uh, trailer on it yet, or are you still dark on it? I told you I'm abstaining from Super Mario Wonder information. Yeah. I appreciate um, that. I, I respect it. I'm doing the same for Alan Wake. It's our yeah, edge nope. first, and I'm like, nope, not it's, gonna look at it. I think I said that on the on our chat. Yeah. I said I'm I'm proud of IGN. That's great, good coverage for Alan Wake. But I don't want to know anything. Yeah, I'm not watching it either. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch yeah, it. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> no, play part one first at least. Yeah, yeah. I gotta um, imagine Alan Wake two coverage and give away some stuff from Alan Wake one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe I won't. All yeah, right. yeah, for Keep sure. On. Uh, and of course, uh, on Forza, I should be covering Forza uh, for us formally. Um, so more to come on that pretty soon as well. So uh, those games are all rapidly approaching. November, another uh, big month as well. We get Like a Dragon Gaiden. I'll make sure I have this right. Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Nice. Which, uh, Dan, I know you're going to be all over that one, of course. Yep. Uh, we got we got Modern Warfare 3, which is uh, not only a follow-up to the biggest kind of release of Call of Duty in its history, but it also has, you know, the nostalgia going with the Modern Warfare 2 maps from 2009, which is cool. Uh, Flashback 2, if I have my dates right, releases yeah. of formally I in November. I did that one. Yeah. Right. I wrote so a that's... review about it. Yeah. Yeah, so if you don't know Flashback, I don't blame you. The game is like 35 years old, the original. Uh, it's It goes way, way back, but it, this I'll is kind you. of... <laughs> but this is one uh the the old people in the house like us the seasoned ones uh you know played when we were kids and uh it's really cool to see a sequel coming out at this point in time we get uh persona 5 tactica which looks uh really cool if you like persona and like tactics type games of course uh, and apartments yeah yes and then super mario rpg comes out for the mm -hmm. switch as well which is amazing to see that coming back you know so many years later um so shout out to that. By the way, we also get Biomutant on the Switch. Oh, yeah. Play it again. Play it for the first time. Play it again. You know, whatever. Should run even worse. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> and then December, the only game we have in December, well, not the only game, but the, the major game we have in December right now, right at the start, is Avatar, actually. Frontiers of Pandora, hmm. the game that uh, Ubisoft has been working on, obviously, for years and years now. So uh, that would be we'll good. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it'll be, it's know. their Far Cry game this year. So, yeah, I think it'll be good. I agree. Yeah, I think it's, it'll, I don't know. We'll see, of course, and I, I give them the benefit of the doubt. But um, like I said a couple weeks ago, I think Ubisoft's actually been hitting it pretty well. I was very upset to hear about the cancellation, though, of uh, Immortals 2, which yep. is a shame. Because um, they changed the name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Banishers, by the way. Yeah. By, yeah. Banishers New Eden. Is Banishers uh, yes. here? Yeah, it's it's December. It is this year. Yeah, it is this year. Yeah. Yep. Um, so anyway, guys, as as we look back and you think about the games you've played this year so far, you think about obviously October and the games that are coming. Um, I don't know. For me, I went back and looked. So just real quick, I'll run through these. Um, the two years that jump out to people as the greatest years for gaming ever. 2007 usually holds the title. And I think there was a podcast we did a, a while ago where we compared 2017, which is another one of those big years to 2007 and i think at least we decided decided if my memory serves 2007 still held the crown um but i think i don't know man i think i think we may actually pass it in 2023 finally uh 15 or 16 years later so 2007 though man when i looked back at it yet again this morning i was like good god what a year um yeah. so you had halo 3 call of duty 4 modern warfare bioshock portal uncharted Mass Effect, 
Assassin's Creed, Crisis, God of War 2, Super Mario Galaxy, and Team Fortress 2. Uh, along with, obviously, many other games. What really jumps out to me, if you think about that, is Bioshock, Uncharted, Mass Effect, Assassin's Creed, Super Mario Galaxy. Those are all, like, firsts, right? That was the start of those uh, IPs at the time. And then, of course, you get Halo 3, Call of Duty 4. And uh, Halo, Halo 3 and Call of Duty 4 basically reinvented the modern FPS when it comes to, you know, those two games. And then uh, Team Fortress 2 is still played today. Um, you know, it's just kind of crazy to think about what that year delivered. Um 2017 it's funny funny. i haven't thought about 2007 before my go-to year has in the past been 1998 wow okay yeah i know i'm seasoned i get it that's (laughs) that's metal gear solid that's ocarina of time that's starcraft that's half-life yeah that that's what i think of in in terms of best years in gaming Uh, yeah those are some I huge think, IPs. I think those said. are great, great games too. I, I think I, 2007 was probably my personal, but I think 2023 beats it and it's not even particularly close, to be honest. I think this I mean, year's insane, but also yes. the, the gods have sort of conspired with the whole delays from COVID and everything hitting all at once and all that. Like, it's just a very freakish year, but I would say like this year is, this year just wipes out all of the other ones. Like, it's, it's crazy. It's also crazy how good of a year it is for all types of different players. Like if you like yeah. car games or indie games or RPGs or fighting, fighting games and yeah, just everything, like every category got coverage and it's ridiculous uh, how much it is. Even if you liked Super Mario RPG, this is a great year. Like it's just crazy. Uh, so it's really it's cool. It's funny because I've tried to, I try to accommodate for my own tilt on these things. I'm a big RPG narrative guy and that's just had a huge year, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I don't think it's close either. 1998 is my closest, but yeah, I, I wrote the list of what I would go through for 2023 and it's like Hogwarts, Star Wars, I, I combo up as the movie games, just really ridiculously strong movie games, Tears of the Kingdom, Diablo 4, Final Fantasy, Pikmin 4, Baldur's Gate 3, Starfield, into <laughs> cyberpunk spider-man Alan Mario wonder Blue. yes and, and i mean like that's that's crazy talk yeah so it you might not have as many things starting as you did in 2007 and that's a good no danes but I, I think this year we might not ever see a year like it ever again but i do think especially for people yeah. that like stories and rpgs and choice this is this is ridiculous final fantasy 16 Baldur's gate 3 and starfield are games of the year for me personally, any game, any year they release, and they'll say all release against each other. Yeah. And Diablo four, I'd add in there for me. Um, but I think, um, just not on the narrative side. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, in terms of breadth and we've talked about it before, but it seems what has culminated in this year being the year it is right. Was COVID and a lot of the delays and, you know, things got pushed to this year that should have been out last year, the year before. And it feels like we're just getting this dump of just incredible development all at once. And it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, I went back and looked at 2017 as well, which is another amazing year. But again, I don't think it stacks up to this year. So you get you get Resident Evil 7, which was, remember, like the refreshing of Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. You got Nier Automata. You got Destiny 2 launched. Breath of the Wild. Uh, Prey, which is one of my goats. Super Mario Odyssey. Cuphead. Fortnite launched 2017. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Hellblade. Little Nightmares. Wolfenstein 2. Forza 7. For Honor. Um, you know, there's a lot of big games on there. Some of uh, quite a few that are still played today. But in, in terms of 2023, I mean, it's just 
it doesn't stack up. Um, close. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I mean, for for like I said earlier, like for somebody that has narrowed down his, you know, what he plays to, uh, I thought were like last year. I was just like, yeah, for like three games, and one of which was like Hitman Three. And this year, <laughs> I, I don't have the time. It's just there's just so much where I'm putting a game like Starfield kind of on the back burner for all this other stuff that's that's out right now. It's insane to me. You know, it, actually, that's a Sorry to interrupt you, Dan. I was going to say that's probably one of the most salient points right there is when a game like Starfield comes out and people are saying, I need to wait to play it because there's too many yeah. other things to play. That's, yeah. I mean, that almost says it all right there. That's insane to me. I mean, I remember yeah. 2017, 2018 was good too. That was like Red Dead and God of War, the re release. Spider Man came out that year. Odyssey came out that year. Octopath Traveler came out that year. That was a good year too. There's, There's been several of them like that, but I think this one just takes the cake now do you guys worry that everything is like hitting this year what is 2024 going to look like you know a, like a little about, bit but live in the now i mean yeah. i'm a i'm a little i'm a little, I'm I'm a little concerned about it but there's also like uh studios that have not really said anything and some of those are are allegedly having a state of play this week like sony's been awfully quiet and you know they're working on games and they're probably going to start showing those things soon it's the best it's Uh, worth noting it's the best year maybe in gaming history as we're talking about and sony really hasn't participated so much very true so and they have great studios and make great games so there's a who knows they might come out and surprise us we also haven't heard from rockstar a whole lot and you know they're working on gta 6 like i think there's some big stuff in the pipe that we don't even know about um that could come out next year some of it's going to come out next year certainly um but yeah i i think i think the future's looking real bright for gamers um i will say it's noted notably i had i have sort of held myself to the standard of completing every single game that was nominated for any game of the year award in any category good um, luck previous years yeah i'm i'm screwed like it's just it's not even at previous years i've been able to do it kind of easily and like last year i did it by the the skin of my teeth but i made it this year lol it's like not even close i'm oh. screwed I, I mean nominations haven't happened yet but i i already know like i'm, I'm screwed there's no way I, I honestly think that's what's so fun about us doing the game of the year nominations when we did it a couple months ago, because as the year goes on, we look back at that like almost worse and worse. You know, it was so it's it's such a year for games. It's very hard to see what's going to kind of uh, bubble to the top. Um, yeah, I've had people ask me the last couple of weeks like, oh, how are you enjoying Armored Core 6? And, you know, where are you in Baldur's Gate? And I'm like, I'm, I'm nowhere. I just don't. You, I, there's not enough time. There's just not enough time to play all these games. And I think no matter really, Dan, to, to get back to your question, even if 2024 were uh, lax compared to this year, which I really don't think it'll be, but even if it was, there's so many games from this year that oh, I'm going to need to catch up on and spend time on it. I mean, it won't even be, it won't be a bad thing. Yeah. All I'm my kind of hoping we had a little bit of a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. if you go back, You'll see me say I was really looking forward to like the Suikoden remasters and the Euden Chronicles. Those all got moved out of this year, so that's that's yeah. next year for me. Yep. Well, did you see Alone in the Dark got moved too? They were like, "Yeah, there's too much to play in October. We're just moving our game." Yep. No, and they Alone just the moved Dark. it to January. They're like, I'm "We're really out." They're making to another Alone in, Alone in the Dark. Yeah, it's a it's a whole reboot with what's his name? Two famous actors, the guy from Stranger Things, and it's got um, Jodie Comer, and Jody it's Comer. got yes, it's got 
Sheriff Hopper. Who, who, what's Hopper. his name? I don't remember his real name. I don't know actors' names. Someone will tell us. Someone tell us. Someone will uh, tell us in the chat. Sheriff Hopper is in the new Alone in the Dark. Um, but no, Dave, um, David something. I can't remember his name. Harper. Harper. Yes. That's it. Yeah. David. Good Harper, job, David. Dan. Yeah. Describe your sex life in one video game. Alone in the Dark. <laughs> Alone in the Dark is the original progenitor of survival horror. It's not Resident true. Evil. It's true. Very true. Um, what was I going to say? Someone, uh, I think you did, Travis, or mentioned Grand Theft Auto 6. Can you imagine how big that's going to be when that game drops? Like, <laughs> good God. I'm excited for it. I love GTA 5. Goaded game. Man. That game is going to make so much money on day one. It's going to it's going to be mind boggling. Um, so anyway, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I I think we're all kind of living in heaven. And, and to these guys's point, which we'll reiterate, is like it doesn't even matter what type of game you love. There's something, you know, you've got more than you can kind of enjoy right now. It's amazing. So um, I'm really looking mm-hmm. forward, though, like as good as the year has been. And it's been incredible, as we've said. I'm still really looking forward to the next several weeks because the game's coming out between for me. There's so many games coming out which are like I will love from Mortal Kombat 1 to Liza P to Phantom Liberty and the Cyberpunk reboot to Forza to Lords of the Fallen to Super Mario Wonder to Alan Wake 2. It's just it's Alan it's unbelievable. Wake 2. We're getting a sequel Alan to Wake Alan 2. Wake. This would this be the year. spotlight game of my year in other years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be the spotlight for a number of reasons. I mean, people have clamored for an Alan Wake sequel for a long time. So very, Alan very Wake cool. One had the unfortunate of releasing uh, at the same day as a Rockstar game, and it didn't make the yeah. sales they wanted. And Xbox kind of canceled the Enterprise, and Remedies wanted to make Alan Wake Two for as long as I can remember. So it also came out. Yeah, it came. It was a very weird release window. It, I feel like I was the only one playing that game at that time. Oh, I, I remember, remember everybody else out of the Best Buy. Heavy Red Rain Dead was everybody Red Dead Redemption Rain? and Alan Wake. Yeah, so just a note to any developer, don't release your game alongside a Rockstar game. Yeah. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Be smart like Baldur's Gate 3 and scoop Starfield by moving your game up a month. And then everybody... They did, man. That was... Yeah, yeah they scooped it real hard. Real hard. Ballsy as hell, too. I was like, yeah, they, look at you guys. They got smart. in there before people got addicted to Starfield. And yeah, I feel like call. some people have not even tried Starfield because Baldur's Gate is so good. Some people, and we got one on the panel. Literally. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've got, a, I've got a buddy like that. Like, he's so into deep into Baldur's Gate. He was stoked about Starfield, but he's sort of like, eh. And actually, he played Starfield recently, finally, and he was just like, honestly, Baldur's Gate is so much better. I'm just going <laughs> to... It's a different flavor. Like, it's like going to a different yeah, restaurant. Different. You got yeah. to make the transition fully. Yep, you no really kidding. do. Well, that's uh, so that's 2023. It's nuts. We're all kind of living our best gaming lives, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun conversations for the weeks to come for sure. I'm looking really looking forward to it. And with Travis reviewing some of these games, I'm reviewing at least one or two of them. Uh, we'll have a lot. You doing of- Lords of the Fallen because it's got three player co op. The pro I was going to, but the problem is, is Forza's kind of in that same mm-hmm. kind of timeline, mm-hmm. and I really want to spend a lot of time on Forza, so I'm prioritizing Forza over it. Yeah. Sadly, so I honestly, Payday Three is another game that would have been on like the top most games I'm hyped for in a normal year because I love Payday Two so much. And this year, it's like, I mean, I'm going to make time for it. I'm going to be playing it today. But Travis, it's we're going to talk offline because I want you to sell me on Payday as a game because I, I just never been able to get into it. I don't know if it's a Hogue game. Okay, that's to be fair. Honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're moving on. 
I don't know if I can sell it to you, but I, I really like it as just a, a fun, like turn your brain off and go rob a bank with the boys type game. That's just, you know, who doesn't want to rob a bank with their, I mean, their loved ones? Just do that in real life and then go play Alan Wake 2 afterwards. You know what I mean? Good call. Yeah, fair. Off it. Uh, all right. Let's let's uh, let's catch up on a couple of Super Chats that have been sitting out here. All righty. Uh, Easel Games, 499 Super Chat, having a better weekend. Uh, shout out to the big cast. Also hyped for American football today. That will see many B2s flying over the stadium. Today. That was crazy. That was, I, was so low. I and, didn't and, realize. Oh, sorry, Dan. No, no I, I watched it. And well, we get what we have. Uh, what is it? Andrews Air Force Air Force Space. Yeah. Well, I, maybe it's something else. I, I don't know. Maybe it's not Andrews. Maybe I'm thinking of something. It's um, I know what you mean, though. But it's anyway, in Missouri. Yeah. It's one of the big it's where the B2s are basically launched from in the in the country and they that thing every once in a while here you'll get like that huge roar of like a plane flying a little bit too low and you're just like damn my whole house is shaking this is insane <laughs> you know so but yeah there and i love that stuff well Football, i, man, I was gonna say, on. I was gonna say that i do fly over of the of the first game of the nfl football season on thursday night just yeah, and I I, I didn't know that, and I saw someone post on Twitter, which I had no idea, that uh, the B-2 is the most expensive aircraft ever developed in history, and there's only 21 of them ever made. So apparently it was kind of a big deal that they had one flying over the stadium on uh, Thursday. So mm-hmm. I believe. And Googleman says it's got nothing on the SR-71, which I believe is called the Blackbird. Uh, I had a friend who was really into planes and used to tell me about all these things. But anyway, uh, yes, thank you, Easel Games. Good to see you, man. Having a better week, Gaines. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, I won't go into it on the show, of course, but last week was tough for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're we're working through it. We're good. Thank you for that. Uh, Googleman. Super sticker. Can't yes, his, his super sticker just said game over. I think he was referencing the fact that 2023 as the best year in games ever, yeah. it was game over. There's no debate to be game had over, about man. It. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe referencing Alien that you that you yeah, said, Travis. Uh, either one. Yep. Either one. Both. It uh, applies to both. Applies to both. And Siddharth is back. Yeah, with another 100 uh, rupees. Uh, should the game of the year this year have like 10 nominations? <laughs> uh, yes. You certainly deserve it. should have it. 15. Yeah, I mean, there's probably enough room for at least that many. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Nominate them all. Anyone that deserves it, nominate it. That's how I feel on this one. But the nominations <laughs> happen because the jurors, the the committee that is uh, included, they get to like nominate games. And I'm not sure if they have like a threshold for the, the minimum, but it'll depend who's on that panel. And I think they're all allowed to nominate one or two. I'm not really sure. I, I was going to say... Uh... For the VGA specifically, could they? I mean, obviously they could, but do you think there yeah. ever be a world where they increase the number from six? I hope so. I don't know why it's been six. It might just be the panel size or the fact that there's been a lot of consensus in the past. Like, let's say you get 12 panelists and like their overlap is 80% because they all really liked the same games. But if that happens this year, I do not think it's going to be the same, that ubiquitous. I think it'll be like, there's not going to be a consensus at all. I think it'll just be a whole bunch of different games getting nominated. And some people will be like, Oh, this one got snubbed. That one got snubbed. Um, and then players vote from there. There's right? going to be a lot of people that say a game got snubbed. I mean, there's just oh, for games. sure. There's no way your game is going to get all the games that you want to get nominated are going to be on that list, especially if they keep it to six, I'm just going to be like, this is useless. I mean, if you <laughs> like, uh, only, down, only putting six. That's just, I couldn't even, I don't even know where to begin, dude. Just shrink it yeah. down. Just take like from August to October. 
you know, through October. <laughs> and just take that. I mean, you're going to have game more of than the quarter. Six. Yeah, game of the yeah three month span. Game right. of Q three. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just it's it's nuts, man. That's. No, I think you're right, though. I mean, I do think there is a risk of not including something worthwhile. I, I think the one game that I really have loved this year a lot that I don't see in conversation as much is Diablo Four. And I think it That's absolutely why I didn't put it on my list. Got it. I don't it better be on there. I don't think it'll get nominated because I know the people who are on these panels and they do not play ARPGs with if, one notable exception, Ryan McCaffrey, who might actually screw me on that because he said it's his favorite game this year. Oh, good. I'm, I'm DMing yeah. Ryan later. Yeah. So he, he might, him. he might actually screw me over because he's almost always on the panel. <laughs> so Ryan, you got to yeah. do me a solid, dude. Be yeah. as loud as you can about Diablo because otherwise I'm screwed. Whiteman <laughs> Air Force Base. That's what it was. Thank you, Kelly C. Whiteman. What is Air Force it? Base. Whiteman. Whiteman. Okay. Yeah. There. Yeah. That's Thank you. Oh, that's really absolutely named. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Travis. It's in the middle of Missouri, man. What do you want? <laughs> no, good. So shouldn't it shouldn't job. it be Meth Air Force Base? No. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. You're just oh, alienating the whole state. <laughs> oh my Lee, god lewis we're sorry man yeah it's okay we live here you know we enjoy it trust me uh eric eric asks so what do you think will be the biggest snub? Snubbed? diablo 4 yeah I, mean, I think diablo 4 has a shot of not being nominated and it is the best game that wouldn't be yep i think i think diablo 4 will get snubbed because i don't think that the people who are on the review panel or like that type of gamer just from what i've seen historically with for me Ren personally Capri being the one exception yeah. for me personally the one that i'm positive i can bet on is i don't think final fantasy 16 will show up and that is one of my Not favorite experiences of the year i don't know man I think uh what about uh, i i i don't know i think resident evil 4 could be up there oh that's not gonna get nominated but i think it shouldn't it's an old game. Yeah, I, I'd have to. No, 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 no. I know. We, you always say that, but that's not how they do it. So it doesn't matter that you think it's an old game. That's not how they do it. So it's one of the highest rated games of the year. It's one of the greatest games of all time in a lot of people's book. It should be done. Right. But you're saying if it's a snub, and I'm saying a snub, I agree. I'm saying okay. I disagree with that description. It's not a snub. I know. <laughs> I, I would say I would say Hogwarts Legacy. I think it's better. Oh, that's fair. getting snubbed. That's oh, that's, that's guaranteed. 100%. <laughs> it's like yeah. not even <laughs> that will be my yeah. biggest snub because it's still up there, probably top three this year. I still love that game. I played. I can't separate well. Hogwarts from Jedi Survivor, so I can't. That's kind of yeah. I mean, that's. Fair. I think I think one of you had Jedi Survivor on your list too, if I recall correctly. God, I have to look. It. I have to Dan. look. I think it was no Dan. Way. No was it? chance. Uh, I went. Was I went all like practical. It I was like, even mean. games that I don't play, I'm like, okay, this will be up there. You know, I think it was, I, I had Starfield, Baldur's Gate 3, uh, and then Diablo 4, for sure. I can't uh, find the document now. You know, no, good, it's I all over. Nobody's playing Oxenfree 2. Yeah, <laughs> but know. Hogwarts Legacy it. got snubbed before it was even out. I don't think that game's going to yeah, get it was, it was, for anything. It, it's still even, even if they had a category for best licensed game, I don't think it would get nominated. That's no. how hard it's going to get snubbed. No. Uh, I think I had Final Fantasy 16 on there. I have Final on Fantasy that. 16 on there, too. Ooh, I, I think it'll be fine. I, I really don't think that one's not, you know. That one's gonna be. It's on not gonna sure. get nominated. Nah. Sure will. Oh God, I'm gonna go like two for six and get wrecked. It's gonna. No, be I think bad. you are. I think Ants has the weakest list. <laughs> I think he's gonna get destroyed. I don't think I'm gonna win, but I think yeah. I'm not gonna get last place too. Yeah, I kind of went what was uh, typical of past years, and that may hurt me this year, honestly. 
I don't know where I put it. I'll find it. But anyway, um, I think one that might be on the document, guys. No, I have it. I have it. I forget what I I forget what I named it. I don't know. Oh, he deleted the episode on accident. too. That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if if yeah, at the rate the list is going, I may lose the list in the episode and pull it off of YouTube so we can't revisit it. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I think Hogwarts is probably a good call there for sure. Thank you, Eric, for the Super Chat. And GK Bowles. Ah, game of quarter three, LOL. I feel like you could pick any month of uh, 23 and fill the roster. Great show, guys. That's almost true. Absolutely true. Except for yeah. maybe July, where Oxenfree 2 came out. January, maybe. Kinda, I feel like July's January got picks, yeah. Well, yeah. So one. July then. So July. Yeah. Okay. July. Wait a minute. Yeah, I think Roman is, there too. Pikmin Four <laughs> is super strong. It is. Hey, Game Awards bet. There it is. All right. Just to refresh memories, we all have Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, we yeah. all we all have Starfield. Mm-hmm. We those are the only two we all share. Cool. Uh, Travis has Star Wars. Uh, it was that was a him. stupid move. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you hear Ains's list, okay? My Shut up. I, I, I actually didn't bet. It was host is excluded. Yeah. The other three are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Um, so, okay, to run it down, we all have to use the king and we all have Starfield. Then I have Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Diablo 4, and Final Fantasy 16. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm in a trouble. Yeah. Um, that's Dan has Dan has Final Fantasy 16, Spider-Man 2, Diablo 4 as well, but you have Baldur's Gate 3 instead of <laughs> RE4, so you're better than me. Uh, Hogue has Sea of Stars, That's Spider-Man 2, Diablo 4, and Baldur's Gate 3. So we're actually we're only one game different so far. And then Travis has Street Fighter 6. Oof. Dave the Diver. Star, Star Wars? Wars and bought it. Hey, your list is just as bad hey, as mine. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Hold, as on, much hold, on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I have Baldur's Gate on there, so at minimum, you, whoa, whoa, whoa. Three. But but you have Dave the Diver, so so you cancel you, yourself your entire out. Entire list. You didn't even have one that seems likely. I have at least no, 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 no. No, you don't. You have a fighting game, dude. That's a dumb move. <laughs> they never. It's like it's like it's like picking Forza. I'm not gonna lose. The other thing I'm gonna lose. No listen, to oh, list again. oh, I feel better now, Travis. I feel oh, better. I feel better. My list I, I, is not wrong. My list I think you should lose a bonus point if you don't have the eventual winner. I think Dan's winning. I really do. Looking at. Oh, this I, I think so too. Just to be clear, I think Dan has the best list. Yeah. But I don't think your list is any stronger than mine. It's, I have BG3 on it. You don't. No, I agree. I, I don't have BG3. But yeah. your other three, Star Wars, Dave the Diver, and Street Fighter, I could see all not being there. Me too. But I can see all four of yours that aren't Starfield. <laughs> That's I just saying. need one. I just I need one. I think you're not going to get any of those on that list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by by, by I, the way. My list is bad. I, don't get me wrong. I, I We bet so long ago. Who knew that this was going to turn out? this way but you know <laughs> oh damn it and by the way tide says uh ains you're forgetting the list is now documented on two channels damn it i forgot about that <laughs> um uh we i think we said remind me but i think we said we need to come up with a tiebreaker and i forget i think we still need to figure out what that is because we do need a tiebreaker one way or another well i definitely yeah, think you should get out you should lose to a tie if, if one of you had the eventual winner and the other didn't. 
I think so. Oh, that's a good tiebreaker. That's a good tiebreaker. Yeah. Okay. I like it. That's fine. I, oh, but I man. Have, so I have a feeling that's going to win, and I am happy with that. I, I will say this. As good as BG3 is, as highly as it's rated, I would still be surprised if it wins the Video Game Award Game of the Year. I don't think it will. I think, I would I think it has a chance. I would have said that about a month ago, and I would have agreed with you. And that's not from playing it. That's from just the reception it's gotten. I think it's – I don't know, man. I, maybe not win the – I guess maybe win, but it'll definitely be on there. So I'm pretty uh, – No, I, I agree with that. I, I don't think it'll win. But just yeah. – and that's not taking away from the game, obviously. I just no, think no, no. The, the type of game. I still think, you know, th- things like Tears of the Kingdom just have – you know, it's just it's, it's, yeah. it's a different it's kind Zelda of feel. Cachet. Yeah. Man, what are you going to do, man? Can't do yeah. anything. But oh, Travis, man, you made me feel better. I'm glad I pulled that up. Thanks for having such a shitty list. I feel I feel Bro, better. yours is worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to lose, dude. <laughs> What's funny is I think if you go back to the taping of that bet, I, I think I went first and I said Baldur's Gate 3 and Ains has like a physical reaction. Like, oh, he that's, does. That's I did. There. You're, you're 100% right. And you know why? Because I played that game in early access when it first went into early access in 2020. And I thought it was going to be a good game, but my mind went to a CRPG in a C, S-E-A, of triple a blockbusters is just not going to be nominated and it just it blew everyone's expectations away and now i'm screwed so it happens <laughs> it happens um thank you gk bowls for the super chat uh good laughs there and tau hello big casters thanks for the five dollars tau uh are you guys gonna talk about the e3 cancellation for 24 and parting ways with reed pop it never uh, well technically it has not been canceled um the um, they are claiming that they're still going to do E3. They're insisting that they are. Uh, the, what you're referring to is that the venue holder in LA said that E3 is not happening there. And so okay. all that confirms is that they're not using the LA location as their venue. Maybe it'll be fully digital. But yeah, the, my guess is that it's canceled uh, You know, eventually since they've done this before. Um, but yeah, this, the technically... I mean, it does also confirm that their organizational infrastructure looks to be working about as well as it has so yeah yep yeah yeah so tau i didn't really have it on the list for that reason because there's not a lot of good information there other than the fact that they parted ways with repop so e3 i mean we've talked about it right e3 is just in trouble as it is esa doesn't know what the hell they're doing with it and uh you know we'll see if it ever kind of comes back in some form but they're, when they tried to do it digital it sucked when they tried to bring it back last year they canceled it what three weeks prior like people had flights booked um they're just they're a mess with it so but tau good to see you brother i uh, hope to see you on mortal Kombat one here soon all right and shout out to midnight dreary for gifting five memberships over on the season gaming side super appreciative midnight thank you so much always appreciate your generosity with the game mem- or uh, channel memberships thank you um only other thing i was going to talk about tokyo game show but i know we're we're coming up on uh football time for you guys we're trying to keep it uh short here so we'll talk about tokyo game show next week we'll probably have more info anyway uh because it actually happens the week after the only thing i want to touch on real quick is it's been pretty much confirmed that the switch 2 or whatever the nintendo's new console is after the switch was shown behind doors to some people uh major sites journalists etc at gamescom um so I wanted to ask you guys, as you think about the Switch, 
and you think about and i know uh hogue you're always good here because of family playing the switch and how much you generally uh enjoy the switch what are you looking for out of a switch 2 or switch successor do you I mean, believe me... it should be as simple as just a more powerful nicer switch and keep all the same functionality it has today or are you looking for something new no i think it should be a super switch i think it should be a more powerful switch that keeps the form factor has backward compatibility and just keeps rolling on with more power from what they've discovered here with the Switch market. I love my Switch, and I love to play very specific kinds of experiences on the Switch somewhat because of the power. I play a lot of 2D games. I play a lot of pixel art games on the Switch, but it's just such a lovely thing to take on vacation and be able to play games on a TV really easily uh, that I think they should just do it again, essentially. Now, historically, that's not what Nintendo does, so we'll see. True. Very true. I, I hope it's something we never saw coming, personally. I don't think they will do that. I think they finally found their niche of of what they're the the overlap of things that they've always done well that fans seem to really like. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I kind of hope that they just Nintendo us and it's like, you know, they're selling us like a pogo stick with a screen on it or something. <laughs> uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, because people people point to the Wii U after the Wii and as a you know a severe drop off, which it was. But what I point to to counter that is the Switch is the evolution of the Wii U, right? And they kind of perfected the model that they were trying to go to, not perfected, but they brought it to the the mass market they were hoping to, right? That the Wii U didn't, and the Switch has been so successful um, that I just don't see how you leave that behind. The one thing, of course, that I think personally is a mandate that it's Nintendo, so they don't. You can never say mandate with Nintendo, but it's backwards compatibility. Uh, well, I, re every I, I really love some of the rumors about like DLSS implementation and things like that, because I think that might be where Nintendo zigs rather than some of the things we might worry about with pogo sticks or cardboard or lack of backwards compatibility. <laughs> yeah. We don't think Nintendo can compete on hardware because historically they haven't. They haven't wanted to, but it's possible they could compete on the software side instead and give you something that's crazy in a form factor that's like the Switch. So I think, at least when I read those articles, I said, oh, okay, that would be kind of Nintendo weird, but in a way that makes sense for market domination. So that's my hope right now. Okay. Yeah, and Katie says much better Joy-Con design. I would agree with that. Um, <laughs> Can't be yeah, worse. Yeah. It, uh, it could be. They could just give you the uh, Nintendo 64 controller <laughs> designed for a three-handed creature. You're going to get defenders coming out of here for that one, but I tend to go for it. Go for it, man. Defend that three handed controller. I'd love to see it. I, I dislike the GameCube controller more than I dislike this N64 controller, but no, I think the joy cons just having, Whoa, that's crazy. Travis, are you trying to tell me you don't like doing 3d games with buttons? Are you crazy? Yeah, it's weird. It's real weird. It's weird I that as a really left-handed person, I was holding the controller like this while another part weighed down the, as a kid. My tiny hands having a hard time. Why is this designed for three hands? I don't know. It's understand. the N64 controller that had like the octagonal little divots. Yeah. Joystick, right? Yeah. I hated that. And the yeah. trigger was in the back, which actually. Yep. The Z button. Yeah. I love that if you added the rumble pack, it also it made the problem of the weird weight and unwieldiness of the controller even worse. <laughs> yeah, what a what an <laughs> insane design for a controller. I really just never liked the GameCube controller, but that's no, crazy. I, I, think, I mean, that's like their best controller, I think. No, the Switch Pro controller is their best controller. Easy. Yeah, I mean, I don't really count that. That feels like they just me tooed 
Xbox and PlayStation. <laughs> well, that's a weird. Don't know if that's. My oh right, it has, I forgot that has two terms now. Yeah. They canceled them. Yeah, my my Switch Pro controller is my favorite controller in the house. So they might have copied, but they did it well. The yeah. Switch Two, the Switch. Uh, excuse me, the Switch Pro controller is excellent. Yes, it's one of my. Yes, favorites. except for the fact that they decided that let's move the X and Y buttons and just make them. I mean, just. Come on, Nintendo. I mean, that was just unnecessary. Like, now, wait a minute. You like, can blame you... Xbox, too, if you want. I mean, no, they we were there first. To, we need to come to an first. agreement. No. I tend I mean, to agree I, that there should be some kind of like standard uh, consortium that gets together yes. and says, you know what? Y is at the top. Yes. A and B, right. X at the side. Right. We all yeah. just need to agree on this because you, you just remember. You're playing the switch and not on your xbox That's like oh why, why is over yeah. there yeah or at the very least in games like tears of the kingdom let me remap the buttons properly well you like, can't do uh, that on the I mean, switch I software itself yeah that was I fine so I, I, like you can that's that's the way to do it is basically go in and just switch <clears throat> on the software I mean, from the from the switch end and all sure but then it's the universal same. right well that's fine i'm totally well not necessarily because, because sometimes it is that's no, what no, I no, because, because if, if Nintendo says bees jump and then you have it switched on the OS, then you have another problem. Yeah, that happens with the Steam Deck when you tell it I'm using a Switch controller. Yeah. And you're like, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> it's the same thing with the Dual Dual Shock. I'm not yeah. sure. I, you know what's weird is I've never had that problem. When I play a Switch game, my brain automatically switches the A and the oh, B no. button in my in my head. I just like nope. I just organically move over to that. But it's only when I'm holding a Switch or the Joy-Con. It's the Y button that really throws me because Y at the top makes sense to to me as the top of the Y axis, mm-hmm. and then you, you switch those, and I go, nope, that's exactly wrong. <laughs> that, that's fair. <laughs> oh, they man. read their books backwards. What do you What do you want, Hoke? This is what you get. Oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah. Just bring Sega back. <laughs> Sega will solve all this. By the way, yeah. shout out to the twenty four the twenty four year anniversary of Dreamcast yesterday. By the way, nine nine ninety nine. So, I was working yeah. video game retail for that launch. Were you? I was. Nice. I lined up a KB Toys. I still have my box and receipt. I still have my original Dreamcast box and receipt from that day. And I remember unboxing yeah. Sonic Adventures. Oh, yes. Yeah, man. Great Those game. were the days. Great game. I couldn't afford a, that, but I, I had friends. Couldn't I afford it. You were 24 years ago, you were what, six? Yeah. Uh, I hope you it. couldn't afford it. Why I had not? a job. So you I want me to be poor? I will point out this guy is not poor. He's not poor. I promise you, he's not poor. I wish I, <laughs> I, I would take his physical appearance if I could not be poor. I mean, he's an IGN slave laborer. He works as, yeah. long, as, as long as I've heard anybody work to, to get those yeah, that's IGN bucks. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Chat, you've been awesome today, as always. As I shout it out, thanks for all the support and the, the engagement last week. I hope you enjoyed this week, and we will continue to joke about our Game Awards bet as we get closer and closer to that date and obviously talk more about the games um, released in this upcoming week. So next week, like I said, we'll be able to talk about the Crew Motorfest, Lies of P, Mortal Kombat 1. We'll have a lot of new games to discuss next week and reviews. So we'll get into that. Um, and I've said this, I think, for like three weeks in a row now, but in all seriousness, Cast Co-op is coming back this week for real this time. Uh, me, Joe, and Luke uh, will be, I think, broadcasting Tuesday. So keep an eye for that Tuesday night. Um, but that's it for the season gaming side. Travis, what you got? 
Uh, yeah, you can um, watch or read my review of Lies of P on uh, Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific. If you don't want to do that, you can also listen to me talk about Lies of P on Podcast Beyond, which I'm going to be on yes, cool. uh, on Wednesday morning. The big show. Um, big yeah. show. Which one, which one out is with Brian that? Altano and Max Scoville. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It'll be good. I'm, I'm actually going into the studio in San Francisco uh, to do that. Uh, so that should be fun. Get to hang out with those guys. Love those guys, too. Brian um, is awesome. Shout out to Brian. Brian is, Brian is a goaded human being. He's, he's yep. such a cool guy. Um, yeah, so I'll be on the show with them on Wednesday, and we're going to be talking primarily about Liza P. They're also going to grill me about why I review so many games and why so many of them are bad and because <laughs> they're, <just, laughs> they're just interested about in that. So it should be a pretty fun uh fun uh, podcast um and then i've got a couple previews going live um i guess the big one is airport simulator i think is this week <laughs> the big one the big uh, one the, the one that's hap the one that's lifting embargo the soonest i guess i should say <laughs> um and yeah if, uh, you can watch all my stuff on ign.com i talk about uh, destiny on uh, the last word podcast every week and uh, also you should watch hoag's channel <laughs> that's my <laughs> well that's your segue hoag that's very nice of you. You can see Travis on at least one episode on my channel. Uh, but yes, as I mentioned at the top of this show, we brought Hangouts and Headlines back, which is our morning show where we go over one or more articles that I have found interesting or interestingly written for different reasons. And then we hang out with various people in the community. So if that sounds at all interesting to you, pop on in. If it doesn't sound interesting to you, tell someone who it would interest. And that'll help us have numbers here on YouTube. YouTube loves those numbers. And I am very happy to be back doing that. I'm also getting to a place where I think virtual legality might come back a little bit more often if I can if I can work out that system. I've got a system that works but takes like six times as long. So it might be that we're getting to a place <laughs> where I can do it the old way pretty soon. So hoping cool. for more and more videos on my channel pretty soon. And I'm having a great week. Thanks to all of you people in the community that popped in for that Hangouts and Headlines return. So thank you so much to all of you. That's awesome. Oh, great to see it. Uh, we got a late super chat from Siddharth. He just simply says, great conversation, guys. Glad to catch it live today. Thank you, Siddharth. Always appreciate it. Glad to have you with us. We love seeing, uh, you know, I look at the analytics on where people view us from, and it's it's pretty wild. Like, all over the world, people are hanging out with us. So it's really, really cool. Thank you for that. And Rob says, 7 out of 10 show for me. Fair. Very fair. <laughs> Very fair, Rob. <laughs> We're going to get out of here. I know Dan and Hogue are excited about their foosballs. I hope that uh, everyone been looking forward to it. You enjoy it. Have a good day today. Have a good week of gaming. We'll be back next Sunday, as always, with a whole bunch of new games to talk about, which I think is the theme the rest of the year. Um, but thank you, as always, for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. We'll see you then. Peace.